<laughs> That's a funny shit. Hey, oh, we have my fault. I'm sorry, bro. Good stuff happening backstage. Good stuff. Good conversations. But Yo, we got to get straight to the right matter. The History hey, was made. Finish right night. at the buzzer. Yeah, yeah, history was made last night. Yes, <laughs> yes, indeed. In in the worst way possible, Chill Town. Um, talk to me about this historical streak that Detroit has pieced together game by game. Ron, have you ever had bad food that you have to eat? That's what it's like with the Pistons. Like I have to watch them because <laughs> you know we got you know all the teams. We have to. I got to watch a lot of basketball because we got to talk about teams and. Like, I have to watch Detroit, and it's unbearable watching them. Unbearable. They look clueless. There's no energy. They don't rebound. They try to they, – they, they make an attempt to play hard. The more I watch James Wiseman, the more I'm, I'm walking back my take because he just looks clueless on the floor. He has no idea what he's doing. None. Should I go set a screen? Should, should I go rebound? Should, should, wait a minute. Should, should I should – I, he just doesn't look like he has any idea where to go or what to do. This team has no identity. They have no grit. They have no fight. They have no leader. There's nothing going on with this team that's positive <laughs> right now. Nothing. And I'm looking at this schedule. They got Boston tomorrow. And I, I was looking at this schedule earlier. They got Boston tomorrow. They got the Raptors on Saturday. And then they go on a four-game road trip where they got to go to they got to go to Houston. They got to go to uh Utah, they got to go to Golden State, and then they got to go to Denver. I don't know where the win comes in these next six games. I don't. So they lost last night. So that makes that that makes them number one all time in a single season. After that, after today, I mean, after yesterday, when they lose to Boston on Thursday, they're going to be numero uno all time. I'm sorry. I think they're going to be tied with Philly all time for the most losses at this point in a season. I mean, I mean, not not this season ever. So. I don't know what to do with this team. I don't. And it starts it, it starts with the coach. This team should be a lot better than what they are because they do have talent on that crew. This team is 0-10 when Kay Cunningham scores 30 or more. They have lost all 10 games. So, I, I again, I, I have a difficult time watching this team, and I do what I can to, to watch them, Ron. I'm, I'm sorry if I don't have more for you, but it's very difficult watching the Detroit Pistons. It is hard. Yeah, I got you, chill. This is tough to consume. You know, we're supposed to be watching NBA basketball, and here we are watching a team of 15G. You know what? I ain't even going to do it. Damo. Um, yeah, Damo, it's it's came to this point. I know how you feel about the Pistons. I know it was a, a, a long summer of you bigging up the Pistons, and mm-hmm. yeah, we're, we're at this moment where – we gotta hear how you feel about him. Um, I, I change absolutely. No, I feel absolutely no different about this team. I still have faith in them. They're still gonna. They're, still, they're gonna shock the world one day. Um, I, I'm just sad it's not this year. I had them. <laughs> I had them and the Rockets in the same boat going into the season. Obviously, the Rockets had better vets. There's a lot of things you can point to for, <laughs> to why this season is looking how it's looking. A part of it is coaching, but I don't want to say all of it is coaching because last night's game. Uh, Monty Williams even said one of the last plays he drew up was for Cade, and you got Alec Burks just breaking a play and taking up a shot. These vets are not vets for real. They're not the right vets for this team. They don't have the right vets vets for this team. But injuries play a part. Vets play a part. 
this team being young and the young guys that they have because they have an abundance of talent that's young, all these guys not knowing how to win is playing a part. It's a lot of factors to why this team is looking as bad as they're looking. But I still got faith, man. I'm not about to sit here and say, oh, my God, there are 15 G-leaguers. Because if you're saying that, you're not just watch, you're not watching the games. You're just seeing that they're losing. Because there's no way anyone can watch Cade Huntingham do what he did last night, especially in that second half of trying to win a game, and say that he's anything but a good basketball player in the NBA, a good point guard. I'm not going to sit here and be like some idiots and say that he's as good as Trey Young or you put him on the Pacers and, oh, my God, he's doing what Reese is doing, as I've heard those takes. That's not the case here. But to sit here and assume or to allude that Cade is putting up empty stats, not true. They're not in that game last night without Cade. They need every bit of that 41 points to even be in that game. They need more help or more things to go right so they can actually win. So I hate that he has to do this. I hate that he genuinely is, is balling for the most part. Cade is hooping, and no one's going to know because all they see is them losing. You get in there, and then you, you turn the game on the last three minutes. Cade has a dumb turnover yet again. And I'm gonna keep standing on the stance of Kate should not be a point guard. Too bad, Nikola. Um, <laughs> what, what is it? What is it? Uh, Nicola uh Topic. Um, Topic. Nicola Topic. And hey, he's going back to Europe after this season, so he's not gonna be in the draft. That was the that was a saving grace to me. I was like, hey, y'all taking this year? Hey, y'all not might not get the first pick, but y'all get like a four. Y'all get like a, a top four pick. Y'all can get Nicola in there. Get a real point guard. Move Kate to two. I seen a silver lining. He's going back to Europe. He don't want to play there. So I'm like, I, I don't know what y'all do now. Now what is the season for? There, there's no point in getting anybody else. I don't know what y'all do. So I, it, it, it sucks. Uh, one of the worst takes I've had just blew up in my face. Everyone, I'm sorry. This season, it's been a lot of Detroit basketball. <laughs> this I, 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 I will take it. I, I, listen, I will take the blame. Everyone can blame me. Everyone, while we talked about the Pistons so much, I was the person leading the Pistons hype train. The Pistons fans last night, they called me a hater. I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing no more. I got called a hater by like 400 Pistons niggas, like people last night. Crazy work. I, <laughs> they, oh, you you just a hater and a troll. You don't like K for real? I don't? Wow. All right. Well, F it. I'm wrong. I was wrong. And I apologize, everybody. And I was wrong about Scoop since I'm being, I'm, I'm going to take my accountability. So far, I don't know if people been paying attention to Scoop. I walk back takes. Oh no, no 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 no! Somebody got to stay. Damo, no, you like you got to stand it. like five toes on this one. Somebody got to come in here and stand. Oh no no no! Somebody's definitely gonna stand ten toes. Someone definitely got to stand ten toes. I didn't say Scoot was just god awful. I, I did say I don't think he's as good as people say. I don't think he's generational, which he doesn't look generational. He looks like the guy that I thought he was going into the draft, which is a good point guard. Damo, what I do want to say is um, don't take what Pistons fans said too heavily. You know, you know, like when when, you, when you're when you're not in the best state of mind, when you're not thinking clearly, when, you know, you just went through a tussle or when you haven't ate all day, which they haven't ate in what, over a month? When you haven't ate in that long, you know, you, you don't say the things that you really tend to say. So they might have said some things out of spite or out of anger or frustration. But don't, don't worry about it. You said two months? Their last win was was when the, in the when the World Series was going on. It's almost two months ago. Yeah, that was their last win. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, um, Mars, <laughs> can you talk to us about the Pistons? Do you have anything polite or pleasant to say? They can still win forty games. 
It's not mathematically impossible. And, and why is that, Mars? The reason why they can still win 40 games is because... There's 52 games left. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, they can they can win 40. Um, so Domo might still be right. We'll we'll, we'll see. Um, I agree with Domo on the Cade thing. Um, Cade is what I I think he's a point guard, but Cade is one of the better guards in the NBA. Being subjected to the worst situation in the NBA. Um, Monty Williams is persisting with Isaiah Stewart at four. I don't get it. Um, he's now not playing Asar Thompson to supplement Isaiah Stewart at the four. I don't get it. Um, I'm right about James Wiseman, but I knew I was right about James Wiseman, so that doesn't mean much to me. Jaden Ivey doesn't fit, but I don't think that's his fault. I think that's just because the spacing on the roster is terrible and he can't play on a poorly spaced roster. So he's not being used to the best of his ability. Um, At this point, I would trade Bogdanovich. I don't know why he's still here. I don't, I don't, I don't see his purpose on this roster, but realistically, I don't think there's anything they can do that would help them win more than 15 games. There's no, there's no single trade that's going to propel them to, a two-game winning streak. It's not going to exist. So I think they're just cooked for this season. But the sh- the shining light is Cade Cunningham. I think if we're honest about Cade, I don't think you can name six better point guards in the East. I don't think they exist. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think they exist. So that's the shining light of Cade. Maxie, so, okay, Maxi Halliburton, mm-hmm. Young, mm-hmm. Uh, then it gets tricky after number three. Maxi Halliburton, Young, Mello, Dame, Drew Holiday. No, no, how about Darius Garland? I'm going to say, I don't know about DG. I would say oh, Bronson. Bronson. Yeah, Bronson. Okay. Bronson would be six. I don't know about DG, though, but that's just me. Oh, no. Give me Cade. Give me Cade. Okay, seven. My fault. I did make it up on the spot, so I, I was wrong for saying six. My but, fault. I'm, I'm not taking Tyrese Maxey over Cade, but that's a whole number of conversation. No, I'm not doing it, but I understand why Tyrese Maxey would be there, so I'm not arguing. But I'll say he's top seven. He's a top seven point guard in, in the East, in my opinion. So there's that. He's the... I would say Saw Thompson is a shining light, but if Monty can't use him, the light ain't shining from the bench. And Jalen Durant can't stay healthy, even though he played last night. It's, he's a very good young big, but his ankles seem to not work. So hopefully he can stay healthy. And um, I think James Wiseman and another number two pick, who hopefully we're going to talk about, are at risk of being out the league very soon. That's, that's genuinely my opinion. I think I think James Wiseman is for sure at risk of being out the league very soon. You said in another number two pick outside of James Wiseman? We, we, we'll get we'll get to another number two pick outside of James Wiseman. It took me a second to realize who you were talking about, Morris, but on the Pistons, right? Sure, if you, if you think on the Pistons, sure, maybe who knows? Another number two pick who is at risk? I'll just say he's at risk, but we might get to that. Okay. Um. Speaking of another number two pick on the Pistons, what's what's good, Ox? What's good? 
Um, do you want to give us your thoughts and sentiments and feelings about the Detroit Pistons? Ain't no feelings, ain't no sentiments. It's just what it is, man. man they're terrible, but um, and then it's it's nothing to fix it. Like Monty can't do nothing about this, but they suck, bro. Like I'm not. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna blame Monty. I'm not gonna blame anybody. It's really nobody's fault. It's nobody's fault, really. Like, Cade's not good enough to carry this team to more wins. You know what I'm saying? Cade is a phenomenal young player, but he's a young player at that. So he's a good player, but he's not good enough to carry this team. You know what I'm saying? Free Boyan, send Alec Burke wherever you're sending Boyan. Get some players and just let it happen. Like, Asore Thompson's not good enough to change this. Jay Nivey's not good enough to change this. Jay Nivey be out there looking scared with the ball. He don't know what the hell to do coming off that pick and roll. He doesn't know whether he should attack or pull up for the mid-range. He got to learn how to make decisions quicker. Um, Jalen Duran is a beast. He's a monster, but he's that's what he is. He's a beast. You know what I'm saying? He's not good enough to carry this team either. It's just going to take time. It's just going to take time. They'll, they'll get better. They got talent, but their talent is young, um, like highlight-style type talent. It's just like young, athletic. They don't know how to play basketball yet. So, you know what I'm saying? Get these kids, get, get these kids some time. Um, I don't got nothing else to say about that shit. I got secondhand embarrassment watching that. Yeah, last night, last night was a week, was a week night of basketball. Like I, I came to the realization that the Kings suck. I came to the realization <laughs> that the Pistons suck. Like <laughs> the basketball just wasn't. My garbage big ox. Is that what you're telling me? Y'all trash. Look, I can't, we, we can't, you can't lose to the Trailblazers and then expect me to defend you. Like, hey, Ox. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't suck as a whole, but like right now we suck. You know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll be, we'll, we'll be all right. The Pistons. You know, you There's know what happened no to y'all though? Y'all got y'all got skeeted. I mean, y'all got scooted on last night. Skeeted. Scoot had, yeah, sc hey, school school had his coming out party last night, or it was a couple nights ago. But but y'all didn't get. Don't say that and put me in that shit. I I definitely didn't get no. <laughs> not gonna repeat that, but um, you know what I'm saying? That's it's that's how we get scooted on. A lot of every team in the league's gonna get scooted on at some point. Like, hey, that's that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever you say, bro. Uh, <laughs> But um, yeah, I mean that's that's all I'm saying. Like you know, we we I mean we the the Pistons. There's no hope for it. We just had we just we just sucked last night. You know what I'm saying? We'll be okay. But that's I don't got nothing to say else, else about the Pistons, bro. I'm never I'm not gonna watch another second uh Pistons basketball this season. I'm not you watching. Out? I, I don't give a <laughs> shit. I, I mean I, I've been out on the Pistons, but watching it, I, my time is valuable, bro. I'm not watching motherfuckers play basketball, bro. Even the, even the against the Kings, I'm not watching that shit. I refuse to watch that. I am. I, I refuse. I, I I take basketball far too serious to be sitting around watching that. That's disrespectful. And I want to make. I want. I want the. I hope the um the owners in uh, in in Detroit. I hope they like give their season ticket holders like a half half their money back or something. Like do something because this is this is terrible basketball. So you take basketball so serious that you're not going to watch one of the better up and coming guards in the league play basketball? I'm not. No, I'm not watching that. Oh, okay, I get it. It's. I mean, Damo, it's, it's simple as this. When you're on a team, when you're on, when you're on a team that that's bad, when you're on a team that's that bad, any up and coming guard is going to fill up the stat sheet, and that's not no knock at Cade. Cade is that. Cade is good, that's but I mean, that's what that's just. Jordan that. Poole can do it. Jordan Poole can do it. I can't say any. Jordan I didn't, I didn't say, well, is, is Jordan is Jordan Poole as good as Kate Cunningham? 
you said any good guard. I, at one point in time, Jordan Poole was a good guard. You put him on a shitty team, he's not doing it. I'm just saying. I did now, yeah, now this summertime, this summer, I did get caught up in oh, Jordan Poole's gonna shoot a bunch of shots, he's gonna fill it up, but that doesn't make you a good basketball player to me. You can ask Ron how I feel about Jordan Poole and what I've been saying about Jordan Poole for the since he got to the NBA, since the pool party shit started. I you I look, I don't got I don't gotta taste salt to see it ain't sugar, Damo. And on top of that, Damo, I, I I know where you are with this because your idea is a is to you know push the young players forward. You know, it's a lot of great young players in the league, and we should be watching the young players. And and I absolutely can get with that logic. That's how I found out about Halliburton and Cade Cunningham and those guys, Damo. That Detroit Pistons team is hard to watch, man. As good as the, as good as Cade Cunningham is, that Detroit Pistons team is hard to watch. Very difficult, man. It is Don't hard get me to watch wrong. Them. Don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here saying anybody needs to sit here and watch a full 48 minutes of Pistons basketball because I'm not. But if you're saying you're not going to watch a single second, I just can't get behind that. I can't subscribe to that belief. If I look on a timeline and I hear, yo, Cade has 20 in the first quarter, I'm going to turn the game on to see how Cade's cooking. I, at that point, it's beyond me trying to watch Detroit Pistons to win, see what scheme they run. I don't care about none of that. Cade's cooking. I want to see Cade cook. That's with anybody. When I hear... Oh dang, yo, Tony! Hey, Terry Rozier got thirty points. It's the third quarter. Let me see what T. Rowe doing. Let me, let me, let me tune in real quick and see Terry. That's anybody. Hey, Scoot's cooking. I'm about to see Scoot cook. Hey, yo, Malik Monk's cooking. I'm going to tune in to see Malik. I want to see guys no, cook. No, it's not different. I want to see guys cook. That's my point. I, I, I believe you. I hear that. I'm not watching I no more four games. I'm not watching yeah. no more four business games. I feel you on that. But to not watch a single second, not to turn it back on, not to see him at all again, I. Mm. There's no team in the NBA I'm not watching a single second yeah. of outside of. No, nah, I can't even say that because I still yeah. tune into the Clippers to see. Like, I, I mean, I could do that. I could do yeah. that. Like, I, and I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't tell anybody else to do that. Like, I, I wouldn't. That's you know, that sounds like some header shit. Like, no, nah, don't watch them. Like, I'm not saying that. All, but I will get. I, you know what? Because I, I just praise K Cunningham for as good as he is. And honestly, I didn't like Cade coming out of Oklahoma State. I thought Scotty Barnes was you used to was actually, off of Cade. I, I thought Scotty Barnes was the one. I'm like, yo, this case shit is not about to, it's not about to turn in anything. He's proved me, he's proved me wrong that he is a very talented basketball player. Cade Cunningham, Cade Cunningham is much, much better than I thought he would be. But I need to put some, I need to get some pushback on that. I need to get some pushback on that. I don't like how good are you? You can't you you can play that good to get one win in two months. In two months, you can show out good enough to carry your team to one victory. I, I you know, it's it's, and I don't want to, I don't want to call it empty stats. I hate saying that, so I'm not gonna say that. But I am gonna say, KJ, you're you're good, but you gotta be better. Some way, some I don't know. I don't know how much better he could be on this crew. I, first I, I, of understand, all, I understand. I understand. I, I, I don't know how much better he could be happen. on this crew. And I did watch Tracy McGrady, who is your man. I did watch Tracy McGrady lose eighteen straight games on a crew. I did see that. That wasn't that's, something that was that terrible I, from teammate. I, I, I did see that. I was I was having a difficult time with that too. But with that being said, with this Detroit Piston team, he is one of the few bright spots. They do have talent. Jalen Duran is a talent. Kay Cunningham is a talent. Ivy is a talent. I think the problem that we're having is, is what are we doing with this crew? Who is the lead guard? Okay, that's Cade. Who is our bucket getter? Who is our, what, what are we doing in terms of our rotation guys? What's the plan with our six to nine guys? What are we doing with those guys? What are we doing defensively? How do we call out switches? How do we play? How do we play one-on-one -on -one defense? How do we help? 
what exactly, what plan do we have going into every game? Because it looks to me like every game that we go into, let's find out if we're going to win or not. That's not going to get us any wins. I'm so telling you. Oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, real, real quick, real quick, because um, somebody in the, somebody in the chat saying there is no such thing as empty stats, and I have to disagree. That's not um, true. when I'm That's when you're true. when you're playing basketball. For instance, if I if I'm Cade Cunningham, and I'm not saying Cade plays like this, and sometimes if he does, he might need to play, play like this because nobody else is is bringing anything besides him. But if I'm a, if I'm a guard with the ball and I'm dribbling 22 seconds of the shot clock and I'm getting layups and getting a bucket here, getting fouled, you know, whatever. If I could be moving the ball and scoring and scoring in 13 seconds as opposed to scoring in 22 seconds and getting and getting open shots, getting good looks for my guys, then the the 48 or 38 points I end with, that's an empty 38. That 38, that 38 did not contribute to us winning. Where I, whereas we can get much easier looks, much better shots, and score these buckets at a much higher efficiency. Those are empty stats. That's just stat padding. If I'm if I'm a big man and I end and I end the game with five blocks, but every time I got the block on the bottom, I'm just smacking into the second row and they score right off the inbounds play. What did those five blocks really do for my team when they're when they're getting easier looks at the end? So when I so things like that to me are empty stats. Just, I'm, just I'm not I, I'm not gonna lie, Alex. I know and I know you're a guy that's seen this. You you, you we all witnessed the era, the era of Devin Booker. In Phoenix, doing being dubbed the empty stat king, but you've seen the organization had no direction. The talent that was there didn't mesh. And it just wasn't fitting well. But as soon as he got a competent coach, as soon as he got competent players around him, as soon as he got a vet like Chris Paul, as soon as things started to fit right and the wheels started to turn, you've seen a flip switch. Also, it was growth and development. I'm not going to sit here and just say, "Oh, Devin Booker was always his talent. He just ain't had no help." No, he had to learn how to. He had to learn how to be the guy. Mm-hmm. I feel. And I, I hate saying it, but I'm genuinely feeling like I'm putting both up. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of similarities. Kay Cunningham is in that Devin Booker boat. And I feel like if we've already learned once, if you went through this once, we've seen Devin Booker had to learn how to be the guy. He's obviously in a situation where it's not helping him. He has to carry, and there's no direction for the team. He learned, he, he built and built and built and became this guy and also the team built around him. This is the same situation with Cade. Cade's in right. his third year, didn't really play much his second year. So he's a, he's really playing his second year. I have to keep prefacing that when we're talking about Cade. This is really his second year he's going into, playing a lot of basketball, and he's learning to win. A lot of these guys on this team is learning to win. They're be- a lot of their best players, if you look at their top ten players on this team, seven of them are young guys. Right. So they're, they're learned. This whole team as a whole is learning how to win. I want to say their oldest or most established young player from their core is freaking Killian Hayes. I want to say, if I'm not mistaken, it's Killian Hayes. That says enough already. That is the longest tenure draft Piston, Killian Hayes. Like it's a lot of it's a lot of context to go into this. So I don't want to sit there and say, oh nah, Hayes putting up empty stats. I can't call it. Devin Booker dropping 70 and them still losing by double digits, that's empty. I was, that's some empty stats. You lose by double digits, your 70 wasn't even needed. You started getting play, uh, free throws at the end, uh, uh, that type of stuff is empty. But when you have 41 and you don't sit in the second half and you're watching this team with no offensive system, it's literally just a bunch of brainless basketball and it's being resorted down to just, hey, get the ball, get a bucket. It's resorted down to AAU basketball and NBA, how Jalen Green was playing on the Rockets last year, essentially. When it's down to that, and you're in the game the entire time, and it's just on you, I can't call it any sense. I can say you don't know how to win yet. That's fair. K. K. Jimmy doesn't know how to win yet. He just knows how to get a bucket. He's a competitor, but he doesn't know how to win. So like a lot of these guys don't know how to win. But man, I can't say, oh yeah, 
what Kane's doing is empty because you can't get that win. I feel like it's two different things. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't call. I wouldn't call those empty stats. I would just. I, I was just trying to make the statement that if Cade is that good, he should have. He, he should have got his team a, a, a dub somewhere in somewhere in these past two months. That, that's all I'm saying. And that's that's. I mean, it sounds like it's a knock on Cade. I guess it is, but I, I'm not trying to. I'm just saying, like, bro, you if you, you got you got to do something to get one win in two oh, months. And, you're saying. and Alec Burks is a terrorist. I'm gonna say that now. Alec Burks is a, he's officially a terrorist. Free free he's Alec, not, man. Free Alec, nothing. Send his his send his ass to Lithuania. I don't care where he goes. He Yo, Adama, could you There's could no you imagine? Could you imagine? Could you imagine being Alec Burke and and Bojan Bogdanovic on this on this team of young kids that don't know how to play basketball yet? Now I understand what you're saying. If you broke the play at the end of the it, but whatever though, like Alec Burke, Alec Burke is a vet, and he and he is a vet that has you know he's had some pretty good seasons in the NBA. He got game. He shouldn't be. He should not be subjected to this type of treatment. Him and Bojan Bogdanovic should not be subjected to this type. Then of Then do something about it. Then Ox, uh, no. They, 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 they both call. Alec Burke is at the end of, at the at the end of the line. Alec Burke. Alec Burke can't carry this team to to do much. Alec Burke even even on a good team is still not supposed to be out here playing more than 16 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Alec Burke is not the guy that can put this team on his shoulders. Alex, he no, and nobody's saying that. that, Big Ox. Nobody's saying that, but he's he's a legit rotation guy. And I don't think yeah, that they're not using on this him team. Any, I don't think that they're using him any I don't think that they're using him any way or shape form more than that. That's what he is. Bogdan, I think Bog didn't Bogdan just get back in the lineup. Right? Yeah. Not, he's been there for about 10 games. He's been there for about okay, 10 so, games. so he so he so he's just got back in the lineup like 10 games ago. Now this team, in terms of not being able to win, you got a bunch of young guys. I definitely get that logic. But there has to be some direction. That's where coaching comes in. That's where vets come in. Because as of right now, Damo, they just look like dudes that's just trying to figure it out by themselves. This does not look like a collection trying to figure it out. Okay, Damo, this was wrong, so how about we try this? Okay, OG, all right, that worked, but let's put this on it also. They don't look like they're doing any of that. They just look like, I right, you do this, and I'm going to figure this out over here. They're not going to win any games trying to figure it out on their own. That's what a unit is, and this is not a unit. This looks like a bunch of young dudes that have no direction, no idea what they're go no idea where they're going, and no idea what they're doing. Chill. It's a, it's a young team. Like, I, honestly, I'm going to keep it a buck. Shout out to uh, – shout out B-Souls in there. I'm not surprised. Nah, no shout out to Domo is crazy. He oh, my bad. Shout out to B-Souls and Sage. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm going to keep it a book. I'm not surprised. We, we 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 see things similar like this, not obviously in a streak like this. Like, it's, it's a bit of an anomaly. But look at the Spurs. The Spurs, they were tumbling downhill. The Wizards, they were tumbling downhill. And they're going to continue to tumble downhill. When you have a, a collection, when you have a collection full of guys that are young, and just quite frankly, aren't that good yet. This is what's going to happen. This is what I said in the offseason. They don't have enough veteran leaderships. And this is this is what the uh the the era of the just the one and done era did. It 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 made it so you don't have a bunch of guys that are that are veterans in the NBA. You don't have a bunch of guys that are old, older rookies and things like that. Like if they had a oh, couple seen more young teams, we've seen oh, Rob, but we've seen young teams. That have young guys that can string together wins that We've are better than young, these guys. We, we, <laughs> that even, are better. But even if you don't have the collection of talent, which Detroit has, 
you do have vets on some level. Not only do you have vets, you got leadership at the coaching at, at, at the coaching spot. Now, I don't think Monty has given up on this team. I do think that he got himself into something that he didn't know how bad it really was. And I'm sure if he could take it back, he would. But that's where it starts. We got to get leadership at the top. And once leadership at the top starts, then it trickles down to the rest of the crew. And I just don't see that with any of these dudes. But when I'm thinking about young teams like Houston, that's why they got rid of their coach. That's why that's why Silas is gone. Now you bring in Udoka. And when you bring in Udoka, that leadership trickles down to the rest of the crew. And you see how much better they've gotten. Even guess, last year, Houston had a better they had a better collection of talent. But what, what were you about to say, Mars? Guess where Steven Silas is now? He's on the bench in Detroit. Is he? Exactly. Yes, yeah. he is. He's he's just yeah, yeah, it's a coaching. Yep, yes. it, it, is, it is a coaching situation, which yes. is why this team is so bad. I'm officially on that train. And I will say this. If, I'm not saying that if they had this man from the beginning, that they would be a 500 ball club. But not having Monte Morris definitely ain't helping this team. I think I Monte would help. I could see Monte that. hasn't played a single second this season. I'm not trying to – I don't want people to sit here. No, no, I'm you're, to say, you're right. Monte Davo, Morris right. is out here trying to save the season. But having a veteran guard that can just come in the game and slow things down, that can shoot the ball would help K so much. That, that's a that fact, Damo. That's, 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 that's a very good point, Damo. With them hey. losing so many close games, he could have helped them win. I'm not going to sit here and say 10, 15. He could have helped them win one or two of these close mm. games just by being a veteran presence at the guard who can shoot the ball and orchestrate things and, 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 and delegate from what the coaches are saying and spit it to the players. I feel mm. like they, they have missed that. I said that from the beginning. They're not having Bobby and um, Monte was hurting them. I thought mm. Bobby coming back would give him a closer, somebody that can score. He's still getting into it. Monte still hasn't played yet. And I wouldn't be surprised when Monte comes back if he's 80% of himself. He's a key factor to why they win a game. I wouldn't be surprised. You gotta have a culture. You gotta have a coach out there on the floor with you. And Monty, Monty, Monty can definitely, definitely be the the gap between coach and player. Where in the in the point where I think Cade is trying to be, I think Cade is trying to be a leader though. I think and I think he will be. This this is those growing pains that you be talking about, Ryan. Where like he, you just gotta get your ass kicked sometimes. Now this is more than the ass kicking, but. It's, I think I think it's I think it's gonna help him though. Like K K, you can see K trying to be a leader. Like you know when it's a free throw time, you call his team in. You know he he's being vocal, he's talking, and so I think I think K is gonna be there. It's just it's just wasn't wasn't meant to be this year. That's all. I, and honestly, I, I I'm pretty sure the GMs and the and the owners they're kind of like ah, it's all right. You know like I mean they're not happy. Don't get me wrong, they're not happy, but there's no way they could expect it to be much more. Than, than this though like well more than this but you know what i'm saying like they, they were supposed to be bottom of the west but two games is crazy though nah, <laughs> i mean I, they were in the same I, they were in the same position as the damn rockets man going into the season if you look at how they was how they were constructed what they did with their money how they tried to build their team and the talent they have from going guys going from year one to year two or year two to year three year, they had literally in the same exact situation guys supposed to take steps Vets were supposed to vet. Same as that situation. Literally, I think. Big Ox, are you listening to? I don't want to just say coaching, but it's something. I'm not going to say coaching, but it's something there to be the difference. And find out Steven Silas, who, in my opinion, is the worst coach I've ever seen, is on that bench with Monty. Oh, yeah, that whole coaching staff is terrible. (laughs) 
So, they got so Steven Silas spiked the punch. <laughs> Man, he brought the sh- he brought the crap juice with him from Houston. This <laughs> he pull the fire like a senseless basketball team. It makes Detroit- sense. They look like a AAU NBA team. I said it about Houston last year. It is no coincidence that that coach is now on this coaching staff, and they look that exact same way. That's crazy. Yo, this got- is not. This is not coaching. Big, big Ox, wait a minute. Exactly. There's no coaching. That's the problem, Mark. <laughs> big, big Ox, we just we had this discussion before the season started. I heard one of my panelists. I heard a, I heard a panelist member up here tell me a sore Thompson is as good as Scottie Pippen defensively as a rookie. This is what I'm looking yeah, at. Yeah. I that's, also that's why that's why I didn't I, comment I, on that. I'm, I'm not done. Man. Hold on. Hold on, Big Ox. Because also, I I also had I also had one of my panelists tell me that. That he that Jalen Duran gives him shades of a young Dwight Howard. I heard that. So with that being said, and Kay Cunningham, who I thought coming out of college, he gave me Grant Hill vibes. So with that being said, when, when, when I said that, I, he gave me Grant Hill vibes. That's that's what I saw coming out of school. So with that being said, you clearly have the talent on this crew to be better than twenty seven straight drop games. You do. Of course, so, they're, they're better than that, chill. Yes, but I don't think on, so. And just, and just because, <laughs> just, what do you mean you don't think, don't think so? And bro, so. chill, just just because just because somebody compared Jalen Duran to Dwight Howard doesn't mean he's Dwight Howard. Just because somebody compared a sword to Scottie Pippen does not mean he's Scottie Pippen. These are not facts. These are opinions that we're using to say that this team should win more games. I said they probably win thirty-one. I think I, I think I said thirty-one. So I overshot them too. I just didn't expect them to be this bad. But like I said earlier. The people have let Mars and Damo uh, convince them that Asor Thompson is somebody he's not. He's a, he's a very good player, but he's not the best defender in the NBA. He's not Scottie Pippen. And pe- that's all I'm trying to tell you, Mars. People listen to you. you y- y- I never y- said he's y- the best y- defender in the NBA. But he, okay, okay. he's better than Scottie Pippen was as a rookie. Think, 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 think about that. That's, that's, that's fine. That's okay, fine. yeah, think but about what, that. What I, what I don't what want I'm you to think about Scottie Pippen. I want you to think about Scottie Pippen, what he became. I'm not, I want you I'm to not, think about the rook Scottie Pippen. The dude but what does that up. mean, though? But I'm saying, when you when you, when you say those type of names, it's like, okay, now now people are getting their, you know, getting their gears going. It's like, what does that really mean? It you means that this is the kind of potential he has. That's what potential, yeah, potential. But when potential, we're not going to see that today. So that's what I'm saying. These guys are going to be good. Jalen Durant might be as no, he he won't be as good as Dwight, but he might be. Uh, I'm not saying that, but I I just almost said it. But but what I'm saying is like Jalen Durant is not Dwight Howard. He is a monster, but he's not Dwight Howard. So I'm I'm like these these guys. These guys will be good enough. Jay Nivey, a guy that I was really high on when he came out when he was even in college. He just looks why. terrified. He looks scared with the basketball. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not sure. Well, I'm not sure what he drives to the rim. The whole team gonna be on him, and his team gonna be on him. He's coming. He's coming off. He's coming off of picks. He's coming off of picks, and he's standing at the. He's standing in the mid range, like right in front of the three point line, dribbling the ball, calling for another pick. Well, if you don't just shoot that damn ball, take no, a he's step. He's never in had that mid range game, and he's never even up. That's a, and that's a problem, Mars. That's a problem. I don't care. I don't. I don't care. I don't care what's the reason is. You are an NBA basketball player. You are a lottery pick. You had a very, very good college career. There is no reason for you to be scared with the basketball anywhere on the court. There is, as an NBA basketball player, there is nowhere on the court you should be scared having the ball. I'm not saying you should be able to shoot from everywhere, but you should know what to do with the ball when you have the ball, or you should sit your ass down, or you need to go tell the GM, I need to go back, I need to go to the G League and work on my shit because I'm not ready. 
something Yo. something needs to happen. I'm not I'm not I'm not giving NBA players passes for for none of that. You can't come off a screen. You can't come off a, a pick and roll and be dribbling the ball between your legs doing that Michael Jordan shit. Shoot the ball or go to the rim or pass the ball. It's just as simple as that. And I'm not giving him no passes. None of them. Asore Thompson, he is going to be a very good player. He's just not ready yet. I think I think our expectations for these for these children, that's what they are. They're children. We we, we our expectations for these children is too high. We got Bojan and Alec Burke out here playing with babies. And we act like they like they're supposed to be winning basketball so games. These are, these are these are these are kids. Isn't it, isn't it, right, right quick, hold on, fellas, 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 right quick, right quick, because I I got I, we're gonna continue the conversation. These are I got children. I, I got more questions for everybody, but before we do that, I have my, my good friend Pirate tapped in. He was like, Ron, I need you to play this snippet from way back, back, back in the summer when we had our Pistons episode. So, um, in memory of our good friend. I'm going to go ahead and play this video. And then, Jalen, I still want to hear from you. Uh, we're about to get Ticket up here. I want to hear from Ticket. And I got questions for everybody, too, because we're not done talking about the Pistons, unfortunately. Same hoodie. W Moss. <laughs> y'all let me know if y'all can hear this. Yep. You good? So, yeah, let's, let's talk about the Pistons. You you obviously know the first question I'm going to ask. What are you most looking forward to about this team this year? Or are you not looking forward to anything? Uh, Pirate, I'm gonna start with you. Well, crazy. Uh, team of the ages. I don't think it's a question of if they're gonna win the championship. It's really just a question of if they go 16 or no. Um, <laughs> they are going to be, in my personal opinion, hot garbage. Yo, I guess uh, I'm. I'm yeah, no offense to people in Detroit. Detroit's awesome, but uh, I'm probably most looking forward to the fact I think they only have four national games, so that's awesome. <laughs> Damn, you ain't trying Man, to watch the Pistons. The hate is crazy. <laughs> it's not hate. A, I mean, I a, just... I, I'm, I'm not high on Detroit. Let's just say that. <laughs> you're not All high right. on the young pieces, or you're not high on them for this season? For this upcoming season, I am not particularly high on Detroit. No. Okay. All right, Ox, what are you most looking forward to with the Detroit Pistons? Sounds like um, the liberation of Bojan Bogdanovic. Uh, <laughs> so I'm looking forward to free. I free my man Bojan. Ox was wrong too. Uh, fellas. <laughs> Ticket was cooking. I mean, the pirate was cooking. Pirate was not cooking. Yeah, I mean, Fremont, 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 Fremont guy, man. Fremont Wait, doesn't doesn't hold some accountability of maybe he should be a better leader? Like, I think Monty Williams won and seems to be getting a pass. Because I think chill time matches. This team is too talented to be losing this many games. Like, just the sheer talent of having a Cade, having a Jalen Durant, having a Boyard who can get you 20 on good efficiency any given night. A certain Remember, Boyard just got back, though, Jalen. Remember that. Sure, yeah, he just got back. That, that's fair. But, but oh, he was too talented. So, no, get, oh, he can't, so he can't he can't carry a team if he's hurt. I don't want to hear that. I'm not trying to pass for being one of the worst defenders in the NBA and just and we, and we talked about that, but what what, what I'm so these, these games these games he's been there, cool, whatever. Say, say, but I'm saying he missed a lot of basketball. He missed yes, 20 he games. Yeah. What was he yes, supposed he to do in those 20 games? So why why is Monty? Why does Monty get a pass? He's he's what the second highest paid coach in the league or the highest paid coach in the league? He does not. Yeah, so he's not no getting a pass. I don't. 
I don't think he's getting the pass, but I don't think he's solely to blame. Like I said, like I said earlier, it's a lot of factors to why the season looks how it looks. Monty is one of the factors. Now Steven Silas is a fill, it's a bigger factor now, but he's a part of the he's one of the factors as well. Health is a factor. All of their vets being crappy vets at this point to me, because Joe Harris is on their bench eating up dollars. He's getting paid like 19, 20 million a season right Get now. Joe Harris he's playing the plate. Joe Harris up there. You stop off. Joe Harris is there. Get Joe Harris up there. Joe Harris is there. Joe Harris is another one who can't play defense, so he's not playing. He's collecting yeah, that Joe, bag. Joe Harris has been weak since, since before. Yeah, that one good season in, in Joe, Joe has been weak since them to the so, bubble. So they got, it sounds like they got a bunch of crooks on that team in Detroit. That's what it sounds like. I call him Average Joe. But that's the problem. They got Average Joe on the bench. They got uh Bogdanovich who I'm, Bogey's not trash, but he's just he's not the vet for this team. The vet for this team, I feel, was Monty Morris. He's hurt. He's not playing, and he's not helping him at all on the sidelines. Being a vet, Alec Burks has shown you his terrorist activity last night. He's not a good vet for this team. My camera's going out. That's crazy. But yeah, I it, it's a it, Jalen. It's a lot of factors. It's not just one. Mm-hmm. I can't solely say Monty, but Monty has a part of it. Yes. Jalen, when you lose almost 30 straight games, there's no one thing that you can play. Of course, yeah. It's not one factor, it, for it, sure. It's not. It, I think a lot not. of other coaches would be in the hot seat. I just haven't heard anyone be like, should we fire Monty? A lot of coaches, well, you lose you know, 25 you if you fire him. There's a reason I mean, why yeah, we're not firing Monty. Guaranteed. 75 million reasons why we're not firing Monty. Yeah. So, I hear you. You're not, they're not, not firing Monty that, because he doesn't, he, has, he doesn't deserve to be fired yet. Like, this is, this is a terrible... Nobody, like... I'm, I'm not even saying like even even the players. I mean, how, like, well, hold on, it's, well, well, it's hold literally on. half me, the other coaches. Explain, let me explain, let me explain to you why. I'm explaining to you why. I'm explaining to you why, gentlemen, because because you none nobody like it's. I'm not saying like wave Cade. I'm you know what I'm saying I'm not I'm not saying wave a sore <laughs> wave wave Jaden. It's basketball, and it's it's terrible right now. But there is such thing as growing pains. There's such thing as figuring it out. So when this while this is happening. Detroit, Detroit's not gonna stay this team. They have they have a lot of young talent, and Monty uh, Monty Williams is a good coach. They're gonna get it together. Like like just my thing is we want them to make certain adjustments, just like people wanted the Spurs to make certain adjustments. Those adjustments that fans want to see to appease to appease what we're watching is not conducive to to a, a healthy future. You know what I'm saying? Like for instance, with, with the Spurs, we want we want we want uh Wimby to shoot 50 shots. We want Wimby to score. That's not gonna help the team get better. So by so by us wanting Monty to do this, Monty to do this, you know what I'm saying? Since we're 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 back, we're such basketball gurus and we think we know the fix, we don't. We don't, we have no idea what, what should be going on over there. We think we do. We don't know what's going on in practice, we don't know what's going on in the locker room. That is gonna. I I believe personally. I believe just a belief. I obviously can't know, but I believe that this team is gonna get better. See, Maybe not that, next year. That, that, see, I'm, I'm uh, that part right there. Just tell their babies. Just tell their babies. Even if that's we, true, like, who even let, if that's who true, who we let, don't know who what's going on. ID. Who ain't check ID up in here? Oh. Who let these kids? Who let these That's kids? What the league is in though. Gym? Don't go act like Big Ox said we got a bunch of men running around in the NBA because we don't. We, we got to do. Yes, we do. This is, the young, this is the youngest that the league has ever been. This is the youngest that the league has ever been. And we can expect we can expect nineteen year olds to know what we don't know what's going on in practice. But I can tell you what we do know: what's going on in practice is evident. What's going on in the floor in the NBA games? We see that. So obviously nothing's going on in practice because it's not translating to the floor. So we can look at what's yeah, going on. Not how it works, just I've seen many teams who 
in practice, it seems like everything looking good. Then the game comes, can't win. I've seen that happen. Okay, so if, if that's true, Mars, and, and there's some guys who, when the lights come on, it just doesn't work for them. That's, that's fair. But I'm pretty sure that the coach sees guys who, at some point, when the lights come on, they're more valuable, and you can use them. So why aren't these guys on the floor? Why aren't you using why They're aren't using not that good? That's we the problem. Go, we, we That's can, the we problem can, right we there. Could, we could do the whole we could do the whole Pacers thing and go down the whole roster again and just and just think of guys who what would you do in <laughs> other not. situations <laughs> around not. the league? <laughs> hey, and it it just wouldn't none of these other guys would be getting playing time on any other teams in the NBA That's aside from K. How about how about Aside from K. 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 Aside Aside from Cade, what does he mean he's not gonna play anywhere else? What are we talking he'll, about? He'll Look, get keep a going, Ron. Hold, hold on, I want to hear this. Keep going, Ron. As, aside from Cade, wins Bojan, no, Jalen Durant. I just chose the number. And, and, and Cade and Bojan would would <laughs> probably come off the bench on a majority of the teams. Cade, everybody off the else, bench? everybody else is not yet. Damo, we can go through. We can go through the list of teams. I think Cade is starting for the Orlando Magic. No, not Cade. Hey, not Cade. Oh, I meant. I, I didn't mean Cade. I meant um Boyan oh. and uh, Jalen Duran. I'm tripping right. off Cade. My bad. I meant Duran. Yeah, Damo, even Duran. JD it's, probably starts on. I, I would say he's a healthy Jalen Duran is starting in Orlando. He's their starting yeah, five man. He is better than we could. We could probably Jalen Duran is in Orlando. He's their starting five man. With Wendell Carter down there. I don't. I don't think he starts up. I don't. Wendell, Wendell, Wendell's better than Jalen. Wendell is not better than Jalen. No. It's right there. I mean, it's a conversation. Mm -mm. I, I'll take. It's not a conversation. Let's stop doing it's this. It's not a conversation. What is better? What is better? What is not better? Jalen Durant is better. Jalen Durant, better. Better. Durant better. starts for Golden State. I think he he's starting in Dallas. He starts he's in Dallas over Lively. He's not starting over Lively. No. He is starting over Lively. Yes, he is. He just might. He really would. Yes, he is. This is the part of basketball discourse that I hate in this new era. Because when people disagree with there's no, 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 not disagreeing. We're just blatantly lying for clicks. This is crazy. We're just lying. Just lying. Lying. I don't know. I don't know. Jalen Durant I don't know if Jalen Durant is better than uh Lively. I just I don't. Let's say let's say Jalen is better than Ivy. Let's say Jalen is better though. Is he how much is he is he how much better is he than Lively? I'm not measuring I'm not measuring distance, I'm not measuring gaps. is A better than B? Yes, that is it. That's the conversation. We're not measuring how good because I think it's close. I think Derek Lively is good and it could be close. That's fine. But it is that simple. Yes, it's a simple question. It is big ox. You are the you are the epitome. You are the epitome of big ox. You are the epitome of two plus two. That's you. You are the epitome of simple. This is that simple. Jalen Duran, if he's playing in Dallas, it's their starting five man. No question. What I'm saying, what I'm saying, I said, I said, I said, window. I said, I said, window. Jalen, go to sleep. I said, 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 no, it's, it's, okay, no. so so let's have the conversation. What makes Derek Lively better than Jalen Durant? Let's have the conversation. Go ahead, Ron. I think he's a better lob threat. He's okay. bigger. We lied off the bat. 
on the, the stop the conversation mode. Is he not? We lying. He got Luca throwing him out. Okay, well, I'm, from what I've seen, from what, what I've mean? seen with him in the NBA, Derek, Derek, if Derek Lively was in a situation with the worst spacing in the league, he would look, he would have looked like the greatest only in the world. Seen him with Luca. That's all. I, I can't judge him off saying, "Oh well, if he's playing with Killian Hayes, this this." I've only seen him with Luca. And, and, and you've seen Jalen Duran play. You've seen Jalen Duran play with K. I've seen Jalen Duran lose twenty seven games. I can't. No, not, right. yeah, no, he hasn't played. He's on that. He's on that team. Oh, okay. How come the game even playing here with no game? Let's get back to the point. Let's get back to the point. What makes Derek Lively better? Let's keep. I can't. Okay, Lob threat. I can't. Not Travis Kelsey because he's catching touchdowns from Patrick Mahomes. Okay, real back in. Lob threat. Keep going. Keep going. Lob threat. He's just bigger in general. Things of that nature. I'm yeah. I, I always prefer a, a, a taller center. I prefer a longer center. I prefer okay. a bigger right. guy. Um Focus Mars. Defensively, yeah. Come on, man. Damn, y'all asking me questions. Focus Mars. Keep going. Defensively. Uh defensively, I think he's a better rim protector. Okay. And that's all I'm really going off. I mean, okay, it's not so like Jalen has a it's, – it's not like – but hold on, no. Hold on, no. Is Jalen's okay. game predicated on shooting threes? Is his game predicated on catching a ball and going coast to coast? Everything that I just described is what Jalen Duran does. And Where, that's now, what now, Eric Lively does. He can be a slightly better rim protector. I, I will concede and give you that. But the slight in rim protecting, Chats, I feel like there is nasty. a – I feel like there is a massive gap in terms of rebounding, which is important for bigs, right? I will give you that. I will in terms of that. in terms of athleticism, I don't I think don't Derek Lively is an uber athlete compared to Jalen Duran. I think they're two of the more athletic bigs in the NBA. Correct? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Correct. Okay. So I, the lob threat thing, I can only say that if you have two athletic bigs, if they're getting the same lob attempts, then be both lob threats. Because I don't think I mean I, I think anybody's a lot threat. Yeah, I, I think Jalen Durant has good hands. I don't think he does. I, don't I think, think he has bad hands. Jalen Durant has good hands. I mean that's fine. I don't think that this is a case where Derek Lively is clearly a better lob threat. So I, that's what I'm saying. I don't think he's a better lob threat. I just think he's in a good position to show off his lob threat capabilities. That's it. That doesn't make him better. You're just playing in a system that utilize utilizes it, and the other guy isn't. But he still isn't. I would still think Jalen Durant is an above the rim center. Defensively, I don't think the gap is there. Offensively, what are we talking about in terms of their offensive games? Who's the better offensive? Because I think because I know Jalen Duran's a better passer. He's a better playmaker. He's a better passer than Derek Lively. Well, neither can really. And all you've really and all you've really seen from Lively in terms of an offensive player is him being a him being a pick and dive guy and 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 getting to the rim. That's what you've seen in him. They don't run anything for him. It's not like they go to him on the block. It's not like he's he's getting the ball off the glass and going with it. That's not his game. That, that is not his game. What he does is he's a pick and dive. Pick, he's a pick and dive and a rim runner. That's what he is right now. As a rook, I'd like to think watching Jalen Duran, him and Cade, I'd like to think that Jalen Duran is a little bit more than that offensively. He's a little. Uh, he, what is he doing offense? He's a, he's a little bit more than that. He's definitely he's definitely more. He's definitely a better pick and dive guy. I think the fact that Luca. I think the fact that Lively has Luca, I think that helps him out a lot more. No question, no, no doubt about that. I think in terms of their body type and in terms of being an athlete, I think that Jalen Duran could be one of the elite rebounders in the game. I don't, I'm not sure that I can say that about Lively right now. 
I'm not sure. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at his rebound totals for the year. He's had a 13 rebound game. He's had a 14 rebound game. He's had two 16 rebound games. And keep in mind, he's just yes, lively. He's okay. just getting his feet wet too. Mm-hmm. I lively is definitely one of the more more centers in terms of just verticality, just being able right. to spring straight up at seven one. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I I just think he has more verticality. He's taller. Like I said, he's I, he's a better lob threat just because he's a bigger guy. And mm-hmm. on top of that, he he rim protects better. You guys are talking about catching the ball on the post and passing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, we're talking about Dallas. If Porzingis didn't get it, didn't didn't get let off the leash as a big man. Neither is Jalen Duran and neither is Derek Lively. Playing with Luca, your job is going to be to rim protect, catch lobs, and run the floor. Der- to me, Derek Lively underrated. No, it's not. What? My fault. I'm reading out loud. I thought I needed my fault. I'm, I'm saying, to, to me, right now, from what I've seen with Derek Lively, he's been perfect for Dallas. Perfect. And no one's arguing that. I won't argue that, Rob. Yeah, I will you're, you're absolutely you're, you're astute claims by you, my God. Yes, hey, you're, I, will you're not, I will not argue that. No one's yeah, no one disagreeing. None of these guys clear each other. It's not like a clear situation. I mean, I just think Jalen Durant yes, is that was the point. I was I was that. Yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable taking Jalen Durant. Yeah. I maybe I think I think he's a starting five. If he's in Dallas, he's their starting five. Yeah, he's the better center. I don't. I'm not conceding on that point. There was two different points. Derek Lively can be perfect for the Mavs. Jalen Durant will be better on the Mavs. Just saying. I think Jalen Duran's better on both sides of the ball, so there's that. I, mean, I think scoring-wise, they both struggle to score on their own. Like, they need others to create for them, for sure. But the passing and the rebounding, I do think Duran is definitely better in those categories. Well, though, Lively is a good passer, in my opinion. But Now, Ox, you think – what does Wendell do better than Jalen Duran? He's a better scorer. And? <laughs> he's a better scorer. <laughs> but, he's not a better, but he's not a better defender or rebounder. He's good. He's not. He's not a better defender. No, but he's he's good enough on the and defensive end. But he's not he's a better a, rebounder. He's a solid rebounder. He's a, he's a solid rebounder. But, he's not but not I mean, better than Jalen Durant. I mean, we'll see. I mean, I want I want to see more Jalen Durant play. But I, I don't I don't think that uh, Wendell Carter is a better rebounder. No, I won't say that. Um, but Wendell Carter does everything on the basketball court, and he's about. He's a he's a he, he's a he's a guy you can give the ball to on the offensive end. You don't have to be a lob threat with uh, Wendell Carter. I don't, I don't really think I don't, I don't really think on the offensive end. I don't think it's close at all. Um, on the defensive end, Wendell Carter is a solid mm-hmm. defender and a solid rebounder. Um, mm-hmm. So that that's for for those for those for those simple reasons. You know, two plus two equals four. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go ahead and have to go with Wendell Carter. So not only is he not a better defender nor better rebounder. I won't speak on the playmaking because I don't know about Windows playmaking. He's not even healthier than Jalen Duran this season either. And I would know because I have him in fantasy. So I have both of them in fantasy. So that I, I he's well, be, I mean not being I mean, not, I mean but, he hasn't he hasn't been healthier, but I mean like I'm just talking about on the court, like when when they play, when they play Wendell's better. Mm-hmm. I think Wendell better too. I just think Durham better than Lively. I don't um, know. I mean, and, and that's and I understand what you're saying, like him not being as healthy, but I really uh I really don't think it's I really don't think it's close yet. I think if you, I think if you, G, I think if you're GMing and you and you're trying to win right now, I think picking Jalen Duran over Wendell Carter would be a bad business move. Uh, mm. I think I, I really like Wendell. I like, but don't get me wrong, I like all three of the guys we're talking about. Mm. Uh, Jalen Duran, like I said, he's he's a beast. You know, just just looking at the kid's body, you know what I'm saying you can see you can see that he's he's physically imposing. He can impose his will. But when it's when it's other grown men out there too, 
you got you got to have a little bit of skill. You know what I'm saying? You got to be able to catch the ball on the block and go to work. You got to be able to knock down that mid-range jump shot. You know, you got to be able to do other things besides jump over people and bully people because when you're on the court with a bunch of other grown men, that's not going to take you um, where where you want it to take you, in my, in my opinion. Yo, Ticket, I want to hear from you. And I also want to tell you guys, www.playerschoicemerch.com. Go visit it. Go check it out. Or just scan the QR codes at the bottom. Also, you can send Venmo chats. You can send PayPal chats. And you can send cash chats through the links right up top. And you'll also see them periodically in the chat. Go ahead and click those. Send them through. Let us know how you feel about the Pistons or whatever good team you want to talk about. But uh, Ticket, um, we haven't heard from you yet regarding the history that was made. Go ahead. Hey, hey, ticket, hey, ticket, ticket, real quick. Can I, can I, can I ask Ron a quick question before you go? Just real quick. Uh, it's, it's, it's not, it's not in depth. I just want to know. Don't, don't let him cut you off, ticket. I'm not trying. I'm not cutting you off. Ticket. All right, all right. My bad. Chill, chill. My bad. My bad. All right. I'm not cutting you off. Hey, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. What be dominant? Go ahead. Oh, I appreciate you. Appreciate you. Um. Uh. Hey, Ron. Who, who do I got to send my my address back in or something? Which y'all y'all don't got my address? Did I send the wrong address? Mm. Y'all send my y'all send my shit somewhere else? Or what's going on? Where my hoodies and shit at? Like, it's cold out here, you know what I'm saying? Where my merch at? Do I need so, do I, who do I need to send my address? I know for a fact when I'm on the crew, big Ox, Rod we gave all hoodies. When, when I'm on the crew, Ox, we all don't we all get sweatpants? Like, don't we all get hoodies? Like, travel, get, travel, travel bags, travel bags, sneakers. Don't we all get that? I just want to make sure that I'm not my, going crazy. When, my when, when I was on the crew, we all got that. Like, it wasn't just me getting a sweatsuit, like Ox got one too. It wasn't Ox just getting fresh Nikes. Yeah, I got a pair yeah. too. So Ron gave all the hoodies where, to his hey, special ladies. He gave all the hoodies to his special ladies. Hey, Jalen, I'll, and I'll pull up to her crib and get my stuff. Ron, where my shit at? Do it up, man. Do it up. Hold on. Let me send her a warning text. I, <laughs> I know how you operate. But, you got uh, a 6 9 individual coming to your house. My bad. Hanging on the door. But anyway, Ticket, he was he was getting back to Ticket, as you were saying. No, my bad, man. I just heard that Legend Loser was running around here on my beefcake, praying on my downfall. That's what I heard. You know what I'm saying? I, I never thought a dude that I never thought a dude that was supposed to be this alleged big dog was supposed to be worried about the ticket. You know what I'm saying? But I'm all up in these people's mouths. You know what I'm saying? You ticket, me? get on your get on your John Moran victory lap. Let me hear that John Moran victory lap. Think I'm, you must think I'm cheesecake. So, but anyways, though, like I said to y'all before, I'm say it again. I don't even know why y'all in here wasting y'all time on the scoring them scrubs, the Detroit Pistons. I wouldn't even waste an hour on them dudes, man. Why I talk about them when you can talk about? Like, like this, you know, fake LeBron James lover down here said, John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies, dog. We should be talking about them. You know what I'm saying? The man ain't lost since he came back, and he did exactly what I said he was going to do. He beat the Pelicans not once, but twice, baby. And they rolling. Um, so I wonder uh, if you guys chill down. You guys have adjusted y'all opinion, or y'all going to stand nope. on that mountain called stupid nope. that you guys were sitting on from the beginning? Nope. Take it just because you, just because you said it, and it's been a week. That doesn't mean that this is going to continue. I told you, we can have this conversation at the 10 games. We can talk a little bit more. At the 10 games, we can talk some more. But as of right now, I ain't on the train. Nope. Mm -mm. That team still has a lot. That team still has a lot Man, of I'm issues. A, I'm a kid. Nope. Don't get me wrong. Ja brings a lot of energy to that crew. The bucket getter that they ain't have, he is now that. That's giving, He's giving more energy to guys like um, Bain. And now they got Marcus Smart back in the lineup distributing and playing defense so they are looking better so again ticket i want to have this conversation with you after 10 games and with new information absolutely i'll come off that but as of right so now hold on, Mar, Mar, um 
What's the next uh, six games for the uh, for the uh, Memphis Grizzlies? Memphis Grizzlies. What, what's the next the yeah, Nuggets, next? The, the Nuggets, the Clippers, the Kings, the Spurs, the Raptors. All yeah, right, Mark, so you just knew that off the top the of your Raptors, head. The Raptors win. The Spurs win. Uh, the Strippers, they'll get a win. Uh, also, who else you say? I said the, the, Nuggets, Nuggets, the Nuggets, the Clippers, the Kings, the Spurs, the Raptors, and the Lakers. Oh, yeah, the, the, King, the Kings will win. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, hey, chill. I got to lose maybe one game out of them games. Maybe one. If they, if they win 10 straight ticket, yeah, we got we got to have a different conversation. No, no, I said I got to lose maybe one out of ten. Or nine out of ten. Or, or if they roll off their next nine out of ten, and then they, so they, they get on If they want Mars, if they won. If they won uh, all but one of the next six games, what would that put their record at? Fifteen and twenty. Okay, so now they they five games under five hundred. Okay, yeah. So we and then the the KD is falling. They got to play Houston next. Houston's going to be mad because they gave up the game last night. You know, what I'm yeah, saying? the refs gave up that game. The refs gave up that game. That's fine. The refs yeah, gave up that so, game. Yeah. Oh yeah, Mars, Mars. So they're going to be real mad. So I'm I'm actually glad y'all lost that game so y'all can go beat the hell out of KD in the next game so y'all won't be asleep. So yeah, they're going to win that game. And then, heck, they on a free fall. They got to play the strippers too. Then they got to play the Lakers. The Lakers already beat them three times. Phoenix on a free fall, man. And Utah won last night too, didn't they, Mars? Utah. Yeah. Utah won last night. Yeah. Utah's on a winning streak. Now. I think they won like three, three or four games straight. So yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Chip Town, yeah, man. Um, yeah, they're gonna make the playoffs, dog. They gonna get to play in the playoffs. If, I mean, they 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 did win four straight. Because remember, remember the conversation that we had, Ticket? The conversation we had was you have to have a lot of other teams go to pieces. And you did mention Phoenix was going the other way. But with that being said, they just won four straight. They're still in the same spot they was in a week ago. They have not moved after winning four straight. So yeah, but Phoenix, Phoenix is losing, though. That's, that's the part you, you, you fail to understand. Phoenix well, keeps losing. Then why is Memphis uh, again? You did say that. You said that because I because I told you. Hold on, hold on, Other teams have to start losing, and you did say you know that. You saying, but don't be fake, Phoenix. though. Hold on, but don't be hold on, hold on, hold on. But don't be fake. Be real because they're losing, and the teams under them are, are winning. So if Utah keeps winning and Memphis keep winning, they, listen, Utah's only two games back. Right. Who's Utah's next two games? They're only two games behind Phoenix. They play Detroit. So who's, on, uh, who's Utah's next two games? Utah plays Detroit. Uh, when? I think they play Detroit in the next three games, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, well, your ass is playing, sucker. The hell are you talking about? Wait a minute. What does that? Wait, wait a minute. What does that have to do with anything? Take the fact Phoenix that you going to lose again. Hold on. Phoenix is going to lose against the Rockets in Houston. Okay. Utah's going to win the next game. That's going to put them a half a game behind them. And then Utah will probably win the game after that because that will put them on a four-game win streak. And they'll right. pass them bombs. So that's Which, one I, team that passes. Wait a minute. Huh? Wait a minute. So, so you, but like, like you just said, we already had this conversation. You said earlier the team that's going to move is Phoenix. That's what you said. I think it was. I Martin said move down. Hold on. Right, right, but, hold on. I said move that, down. That that being said, this team has already won four straight games, and in the four straight games that they've won, they haven't moved. They still in the same spot. Closing the two games. Hold on. They closing the two games. They, they still in the, the same spot. Games. Ticket. No, you're not hearing me. See, this this where your this where your illiteracy come in. This where you bro, listen. I, I, I can't they were it. almost five games behind them. They're only two games. When right. Phoenix plays Houston and loses to Houston, that makes it one and a half games. 
When Utah beats Detroit, that makes it a half a game. Then the next game, they pass them balls, man. So be quiet, Then that means that they have to win, like you say. They have they to win. They won't beat Detroit. Detroit have lost 27 straight games. Okay, Detroit. All right, but they still have to win so, more. So, 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 like so, I said, we still have to we we still have to revisit this in ten games. I ain't man, on the whole team. Four games. You the one crazy trying to tell me that a team that started nine and seventeen is going to make the playoffs? Ticket, I just so want to see more. How many games did they lost since Jack? One more time. How many games did they lost since Jack came back? They four no since he came back. All right, shut up, then. That means they're never going. That means they're never going to lose again statistically. Right. If, if, if you, if, no, 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 Marsh, no, Marsh, no, I didn't, Marsh, I didn't say that. Yeah, it's, me a and Bob, it's a joke. When me and Bob, hold on, when me and Bob and, and Doug went, and you went over the record, remember right. what I said? I said, out of the games he played, they're going to win 40 of those games. Remember I said that, Marsh? Right. So right he now, says, all I need is 36 true. more wins, and they got 50 games left in the season, in the words of Big Ox 5. So all I need is 30 more wins. I mean, 30, all I need is 36 more wins, and I'm good. Mm-hmm. Let's see it. Let's see it. Let's see it. And I'm gonna say one thing. John Morant need to chill out. His daddy need to put himself talking about he's still hanging around the same circle. Why you keep saying daddy? Why you keep saying daddy? That's not his father. That's his homeboy. No, so the, fake usher, the fake usher. That is not his quiet. father. That's his homeboy. Hey, the one in the front row. Let me tell you something. All of this. He, that's his homeboy. He's a, he's a, look, he, and he's an idiot. Did you see what y'all did last night? The celebration. The celebration. Yeah, did, the did you see what y'all did? Who threw up two gun signs, man? Yeah, Come on, man. Now, now, ticket. Stop, 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 stop. Ticket, stop, 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 stop. That is a actual dance in New Orleans. He's playing the Pelicans in New Orleans. LSU yeah. players do it all the time. Oh, There's rappers on. doing it. It's oh, a oh, 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 You gotta know. You gotta Hold on, hold on, y'all. Hold on, y'all. Let Damo let Damo finish his. Let Damo hold on. Hold on. Stop trying to push that. Damo, listen to me. Hold on, listen to me. Hold on. Let him finish right now. There is no. Stop, bro. Stop. There is no. He just threw up two guns. No, gang. It is a dance. I need everyone yeah, to tell me. Everyone tell me this. Anybody that got a problem and oh, he could have just did this instead. Show me you hitting the clutch bucket in any form of damn basketball in an organized game, and let me see the celebration I'm you did. Because last listen. time I checked, last time I checked. It is not no, oh, he did that and he had all this time in the world to go through the 18 dance he knows on hand. Bro, he did something that he probably My brother, I'm that with you. Hold on. And he's that in the world. a bad idea, though. I agree. Hold on, hold on, Damo. You're missing my point. I agree with you, but you got to understand one thing. Them dudes got to tread softly because of the perception they're dealing with. When you're dealing with that type of perception and the way this, hold on, listen, Damo. When you've been in trouble two times for what he's done, hold on, Demo. When you've been in trouble two times for what he got caught doing, you can't allow the perception to be out there that you still on this stuff because any little thing, they're going to try and hammer your ass for the media, all of them. So that's why I said his daddy, the fake usher, need to shut his mouth, and John Morant just need to play basketball, bro. Don't even do mm -hmm. none of that bullshit. Don't mm -hmm. even let them have no ammunition because people already trying to tear him down. They was already mad at the game when he said, I kept receipts. You seen the whole media going in on him saying, you, you the reason this whole thing happened. So they already mad at Ja, because they feel like Ja's trying to make it seem like it's their fault that he messed up. So all I'm saying to you is this, bro. Listen, you've been suspended two times for for pulling out gats, a fake gat and a real one. Mm -hmm. Bro, leave all that, anything that has to do with a, with a, with a, with a, with a, with a pistol, 
I'm away from that right now because there's too much money involved with him and his sponsors, and you don't want the image, you don't want them to think, especially what your daddy just came out and Mm -hmm. said, you ain't changed Mm -hmm. nothing in your circle. You don't want them to think, oh, well, he's still on this, huh? That costs you a lot Mm -hmm. of money. See, Mm -hmm. this is the reason why niggas like you stay broke and niggas like me is rich forever, baby. Okay, now now that you're done, thank you because you don't know my living situation, buddy. It, I'm not even gonna get into that with you. Take you didn't put your account up. You didn't put your account up, Mister. I, I got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. I'm not. I'm not taking a ride with you with this John Moran thing. I'm gonna just take the higher road. It's cool with this John Moran thing. If you as an individual, whether it's you take it, you ox. You anonymous reporter, you whoever it is criticizing him, saying he needs a tread lighter. If you're going to take this dance, this trendy-ass dance, this dance that a, a ton of other people are doing, you can look at the NFL. There's NFL players doing it out the wazoo. George Pickens did it in his last game when he went crazy. Jamar Gibbs did it in his last game with Detroit. And no one is coming out saying that it's a bad look for the league because they understand it's a dance. If y'all take the context of it being a dance, especially where he was from, well, not where he's from, where he's at when he's doing it, if you take that and turn it into anything else, that's on you pushing narratives on John Morant. That's it. No, Don Morant. That is out the window. That is out the window, Tiki. You wonder why? Because if 12 people are doing this dance, just because I have a history that has nothing to do with this dance, even is okay. doesn't mean okay. I can't do this, this dance. It's a damn dance. But this, but this is the thing, though. This is the thing. I'm like, like you're right. It's just a dance. So when I do it, it's good. You know what I'm saying? When, 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 if Tyrese Halliburton does it, if if uh, LeBron James does it, it's a dance. If John Morant does it, he's a dummy. Mm-hmm. Like what, John, what, is, John, what are you doing? What are you doing, John? You just came back from a 25 game suspension for this. John Morant is not doing it just because it's a dance. John Morant is trying is is trying. It looks like from public perception that John Morant is doing the dance to to rub it in. Like mm-hmm. I do what I want. John Morant thinks he can do what Bro. he wants to do. John Morant. John Morant already has been suspended for two times for gunplay. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm not saying he shot nobody. I'm not saying he's a criminal. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is. John Morant, you have given up your rights to do whatever you want to do. John Morant, you can no longer celebrate however you want to celebrate. John Morant, you can no longer make gun signs in arenas. John Morant, you cannot do what everybody else can do. Why? Because last year you was a badass little kid doing badass Mm -hmm. little kid Mm -hmm. shit. And now now you need to grow up and act like a grown ass man. You cannot do that stuff no more, Ja. Now is that, is, 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 that, is that fair? Is that is that no, fair? Yes, yes, it's fair. Yes, it's no, fair. It's not fair. It's that's not fair. fair. It's oh, fair. And I will explain that when Ox is done. I'll explain that when Ox is done. I don't want to you, live, you, live, you live. You uh, Morant, because this is the thing though, Damo. Ja mm-hmm. already had public public eyes on him. Now John Morant is in a fishbowl. They are waiting for Ja to fuck up, and that is John Morant's fault. That is John Moran's fault. You can't you can't go out here and do the wrong thing and expect to get the same treatment as everybody else has been doing the right thing. You got to do better, uh, uh, John. Mm-hmm. The, it's it's not it's in in the in reporters in us. We are doing our job by pointing out, John, you're a dummy. Mm-hmm. You you because it's it's a it's about mindset, Damo. You you he got he got to think. He got he got to be fact, a better thinker. He got a think box on his shoulder. He got to use it, Damo. And the fact, Damo, he, he, he can hit that. What's that one joint called? What's that shit y'all be doing? The, the 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 one 
you know, you're skipping across, you know the shit? And, 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 and the fact, Damo, that we actually have this conversation, the fact that we even got to have this conversation about Ja goes back to what we were talking about. Like, they've won four straight games. That's what we should be talking about. We should be talking about how much better this Memphis team has gotten. We should be but talking instead, about how much better they're getting. But instead, mm -hmm. this is what we're doing. Because we, you we, choose we, to. That's chill. And I'm sorry to cut you off, but that's my problem. Y'all are choosing to take the – I'm not ignoring the context of what Ja did. Y'all are adding context to what Ja is doing. That's the problem here. I can acknowledge that what he did was stupid, immature, and all that. I can acknowledge that the optics look bad. But I promise you, if you are going out of your way to add 12 onto 5, what are we doing? He's doing a dance. You give, you are given the context. Okay, this is a dance. It's a trendy dance. John Moran is known for being one of the rap, one of the guys in the NBA who follows hip-hop to the core, who does nothing but trendy little dance that you see all the other players doing. If an NFL player is doing a celebration, nine times out of ten, John's doing a celebration too. That's literally what John has been his whole career. But we're going to ignore that because of the issues that he had. So we're going to take that and ourselves say, okay, I see John doing something. It looks like, oh, he's pointing gun. Oh, wait. There is this video, this plethora of videos of all the other people doing it this season, of what it actually is. I know the meaning. But now, even though I know the meaning, I'm going to ignore what the meaning of what he's doing is and say, nah, because you were deemed as a thug, you got to move different. You got to do this, that, and the thug. You're adding <laughs> yes, that. You're He's in the court on Damo. He's in the court of public and NBA opinion. And you have to remember one thing. You gotta remember one thing. I'm gonna give you one example, right? When Austin Reeves had the, the name AK 47, right? Uh, uh AR 15, excuse me. He told him to change the name because at that time something had happened, and a lot of people was criticizing him, not based off something he did. But based off the sensitivity of that name, listen, all we saying is this, bro. We, me, Bob, chill, all we want to do is see the brother keep his money. These, these corporations, they're not thinking away. They're looking at this like, oh, he rubbing this in our face. You have to look at not only what his dumb ass daddy said, talking about, oh, we still hanging in the same circles. We ain't changed nothing. We doing. So you can tell me after all this punishment, after all the counseling, after everything you've been through, you're going to come out in public. You've been doing it in private. You'll come out in public and say, we ain't changed nothing. Then you gonna come out in the game after you've been winning, you know, four in a row, and do the little gun sign. If you celebration, people gonna sit up there and look like, oh, he's trying to thumb it in our face. So you know what's gonna happen? The next time something happens, they gonna crack his ass. And we, all we're trying to do is, is say, look, bro, you are on a thin line. You are on thin ice. So you can't do nothing stupid. Donald, when you on probation, you can't take no chances of doing no dumb shit. You have to walk a certain line because you don't want to take your ass back to jail. That's different than a dude who ain't got no priors now. So basically, we look into like the penitentiary system. Ja got priors, and and, his, and he's looking at his third strike, and that third strike ain't gonna be pretty if they come up with ass. So like I said, I, you don't, I, I, don't I, play, I don't even play them games if I'm Ja Morant. I just go out here, bust their ass, and let my game do the talking. Baby. All I'm saying, all I'm saying, 
All y'all niggas is hypocrites because y'all love y'all some Allen Iverson and y'all weren't saying this for AI back in the day. Yeah, y'all weren't saying it. Hey, Damo. No, that's you right, Damo. That's hypocrites. When AI was being called a thug, when AI was out there dropping music, talking about all the dumb stuff he was doing, y'all didn't we sit there and say, that, Yes, we did, Damo. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Y'all embraced him. Y'all say he's doing nothing. But we did it. Whoa, 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 Damo. No, we did not. Okay, let's. Let's be clear. We we did we did love Allen Iverson and we loved Allen Iverson for the culture and because he was one of us. However, we did tell Allen to chill out. Yes, we did. We ain't tell Allen to change his hair. We ain't tell Allen to put on a suit. That's a fact, Damo. We didn't tell Allen to put on a suit. We ain't tell Allen to cut his braids off because he was one of us. But we did tell Allen that he had to chill on some things. We did because he found there's a reason why Allen Iverson and his mother. Told his people, yo, y'all gonna get this dude jammed up. So he had to start, he started hanging around different people. We wasn't all in on everything that Allen Iverson was doing. No, we were not. We did tell this dude that he had to chill out. Yes, we did. That's not true, brother. This my, no, this my, this my thing about the whole Allen Iverson. No, nah, I'm gonna do me. When and ain't nobody there, turning their back on job. Nah, Nobody's turning their back on job. No, this the only thing about the whole Allen Iverson thing. First of all, when that shit was going on, I was like 11. I was, I was a child. I didn't know no better. As a grown man, as a grown man, right. I can see the error of your ways. As a grown man, I want to know what makes you what makes you come off a twenty five game suspension. Your team is what what were they uh six and six, six and, and nineteen six and nineteen. Yeah. What yeah. makes a grown man see a, see a celebration that other people are doing and say, you know what, I'm gonna do that shit. <laughs> like, what makes a grown what make, what makes a grown man think that I can do what everybody else can do? What makes a grown the man grown man who grew up on social media and has lived his career? I don't care. And, and, that's, that exact same and that's and that's and that's, that's a him problem. Is. And that's a him problem, Damo. That's is. a him problem because as a grown man, he should understand. I fucked up and I can't do what they're doing anymore. I'm not allowed. Look, I'm on punishment. I got it when I when I go home from school. I got to go straight to the house because I fucked up. It's not. It's not. It's not about. That's that same old shit. Well, where they're doing it. Well, he's doing it. Why can't I do it? Don't nobody feel sorry for you, Ja. You did it. You did this and to the, yourself. And, 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 now and, you got to clean up your act and just be cool for the rest of the season. Don't which, just stay out. Stay out the spotlight. The problem with him and his daddy, the problem with him and his daddy is they want to be cool so bad and they want to prove to everybody else that the NBA don't control us. We do what we want. That's not going to end well for you, Ja, because mm -hmm. the NBA, in fact, does control you. And it's everybody don't like it. We we don't like it. You know what I'm saying? But you, if if you want to stay in the league, John, just relax for a little bit and ja, stop try, stop trying to prove a point ja, because ja, ja, you're not ja a child no more. You're a grown man. That proving point shit is no not going to help you. Point. He's in New Orleans. Oh, Damo. It is a New oh, Orleans dance. He, he, if, he, if he doesn't, if he doesn't have the brain, if he, if he, does, if he doesn't have the brain, I'm going to do my dance. That's well, that's the problem. That's the problem. You feeling what you feeling yourself? You feeling yourself? That's the problem right there, Damo. He feeling himself. He's feeling himself, and that's the problem. And that's what. Just let him be who he is. He's doing a dance. Being who you is, being who you is, is detrimental to the program, Damo. Everything else. That's crazy. That's well. That's well. That's the problem right there, Damo. That's that's the issue right there, Damo. That's the problem he wants to do what he wants to do he think he does he think he deserves the right to do what he wants to do and he does not deserve the right to do what he wants to do being yourself being yourself and feeling yourself john is what got you in this shit from the beginning now obviously obviously i'm i'm i don't know john he's not gonna listen to me he shouldn't listen to me who the fuck am i to john Morant? do what you want to do john but you're gonna pay the consequences john Morant, john Morant has to understand the situation that he's in now 
he's not getting any more benefit of the doubt. He's under the scrutiny. He's he's being under the uh, you know under the magnifying glass. Everything he does is going to be judged you know a little more harshly for a while. So understanding him coming off of this, you know, showing off a gun, doing all that stuff, and then doing a dance where he's physically you know picking up two guns, doing his thing. Whether that's a fun dance or not, I get it. whether it's a fun dance. All the kids are doing it on TikTok, Twitter. That's fine. He doesn't get the benefit of the doubt. He doesn't get he doesn't get the privilege to do that dance without being judged anymore because he put himself in a situation where where he kind of quote unquote broke the rules, the NBA guidelines, whatever the case may be. He doesn't get that. In terms of Allen Iverson, even when it comes to Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson, I don't think, ever did something like this where he gets suspended for 25, 30 games for, you know, showing off guns or whatever, comes on the court and did that. He did a lot of kind of this off-court stuff of the way he dressed, you know, his hair. Those are a little more, I would say, like, at that time, culturally um, culturally de- debatable issues. This that rap song is a little was more crazy, so, <laughs> That rap song's fine, but again, again, the, hip, the whole hip-hop <laughs> intertwined in that culture, I, I, just, I think that's a very different discussion. Versus what John Morant did in his particular situation here. But yeah, John Morant, just keep playing well. Stop with the extra stuff, at least for a while. Maybe you can do that dance next year. Maybe you can do that dance in two years and get away with it. But as of right now, coming off of suspension, you don't have the privilege to do any of this extra stuff that's even remotely correlated or can be related to Domo some of the quick. stuff he's gotten in if, trouble. Quick, if, 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 he did, if he did this game one, the first game he came back and he did this, I'm not going to lie. Everybody, I would be... I would be on your side and I would understand he is trying to just push the needle and, and cross the line and do whatever he can do. We did this game one. This is the fourth game. All the, all the context and everything you have is aligned to one thing. My only issue is when you take that away and strip it and add other stuff that has nothing to do with what we got right now to change what he's doing. That is the only mm-hmm. I have a problem with. If no one can understand that or see that, we can agree to disagree. That is yep. my only issue here. The, I understand mm-hmm. the optics because when I first seen it, I was like, oh, this is He's willing to give Arenas. He's wild. Then I learned. I wasn't hip to it. I did some scrolling. I hit some people up. I seen what it was. I asked some more people that I knew in New Orleans about it. I looked into it. It was a trendy look. A lot of people was doing it. I seen NFL players doing it. I, I'm like, okay, so this is, oh, that's what this is? Okay, why are we adding something else then? That's been my issue, and that's my only issue. Again, I, if I no one else sees it that way, if no one else is seeing how it's dumb to strip what he's actually doing and adding in anything else that you feel or you think other people would feel, if you don't see the problem with that, then gang, hey, agree to disagree. That's it. Hey, I understand that, Damo. So I'm, I'm, this, this ain't to you, Damo. This is to the chat for saying, oh, oh, you niggas sound like Skip. Y'all sound like Lauren Ingram. That was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. But what I want to say is, if if by me by me seeing a young brother doing something that's detrimental to the to the to him his family feeding his baby girl if i see a young if i see a young brother doing something that is not healthy for him not beneficial to him and i ask that young man to please hold yourself accountable if i ask that young man's father to please stop speaking to the media saying shit that's detrimental to you your granddaughter and everybody else eating if I want us to hold ourselves accountable, then by all means, you can call me Lord Ingram if that's what that means. If by me saying, if by me saying, I want you, little brother, I want you to do better. I want you to stop playing with guns. I want you to stop to stop having to stop doing dances that even resemble any type of gunplay, whatever it may be. And I want you to stop imitating New Orleans niggas. Then sorry. <laughs> sorry, because if, that, if you hey, that's if, you, that's if, you're, if you're living your life imitating New Orleans, bro. With all the respect, hey, with all the respect to y'all, I don't mean 
I don't mean that. I'm just saying. Like, we, you know, let's let's. Chill. I'm all the dances you can do. A lot of other dances you can do. Quick side note, Damo. In these last four games, he's 29, 9, and 5. I just want to put that out. No, he I, was, I was going to say, let's, let's bring I, 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 I just want to put that out there. 29, 9, and 5. And these, how many, these how many losses they have over the last four games. He's 29, 9, and 5. So let's uh, put that out. And I wanted to bring it to attention because this is something that Ticket has said earlier um, or alluded to. The Grizzlies are back at full strength of what they could be right now. Obviously, they have guys out for the season. Okay, but for the guys that are able to play, they got them back. Sean Morant's back, uh, officers mentioned. Uh, Marcus Smart is back. And so they're they're back to what they're to their their full potential of this year. And with their team as currently constructed, um, John Morant, we don't really have to talk about him too much. We know he's a star in this league. Um, Marcus Smart, he's been to NBA Finals, made deep playoff runs, has been a starter, defensive player of the year. Desmond Bain, he's one of the more right, one of the fastest rising players in the league, one of the better shooters, um, somebody who doesn't get talked about as a as a second option. Jaron Jackson Jr. Don't necessarily have to talk about him. We know about we know about Triple J and um, shout out Bismack. Bismack, yeah, Bismack as well. He's a, a vet in this league. This team has a good team. And then this guy's on the bench. I'm not really going to go into them, but Memphis has a good team. They don't suck. Memphis is just based on what they have. They got a good core guys. So I'm not surprised that they went four and and they like to give tickets some credit. They can't go on a run. They, they absolutely can. Look, I, I think this team, if you notice, even, even a guy like Jaron Jackson Jr. Past four games, he shot 60%, 80%, 80%, then 45. Clearly John Morant being there is opening things up for him a little more. He's scoring at a better rate. Uh, Desmond Bain looks more comfortable out there when defenses aren't are able to key in on him solely as a creator and offensive guy. And then John Morant, you know, John Morant's one of those guys. Their fourth quarter offense, I think, is a big thing that's improved with John Morant being able to open up for other guys, making plays, getting buckets, doing everything in the fourth quarter, you know, quote unquote clutch time. Like I said, so it's a good team. They have all the future. Marcus Smart, you know, when he's fully healthy, going to come back to his thing. When this team is fully healthy, I think they definitely can be. I didn't think they could make the playoffs. Now, if they make the play-in, this is not a team anybody wants to play in the play-in. This is not a team you want to play. Because, again, John Morant's a guy. He, he can win you a game against any player in the league. He can, he can steal you a game, have that big game where he drops you 48 and 8, whatever the case may be. And with the other pieces there, even off the bench, is it um, Aldama Tillman? I think those guys are quality guys off the bench. Um, it seems dangerous, 100% dangerous. I definitely doubt them. They're definitely better than I thought they would be. I didn't expect John to come out off the, off the, you know, out of the gate like this. But he's playing phenomenal. It's a team to look out for, for sure. Does anybody hey, else? Hey, Ron, I want to ask the panel a question. Talk to us. Uh, but speaking of this whole situation, as far as the ranking stuff, we was talking about the Phoenix Suns. Uh, I know Bob is going to be against this, but do you guys think they should go ahead and just move Kevin Durant? You know, I did a video last night. I was just thinking about maybe they should just let him go back to OKC, man. I would give up Jalen Williams, Lou Dort, and uh, and uh, Jalen Williams, Lou Dort, and and Josh Kitty, and and, a, and maybe a first round pick, and and put KD over there with Shea and Chet, and let him just go back home. And I think he'll have a better chance that way, man. I I don't think that Phoenix, I think Phoenix is screwed, bro. With Bradley Beal's deal, bro, I heard yesterday he owe him hundred and sixty million dollars. And the guy's only played 60 games in the last five years. Like, that's what I heard. That's what I was reading the report today, I think. There's no way, bro. That, that situation is not going to work, bro. 
Uh, if they do that, Tiki, you gonna talk? You gonna talk about Kevin Durant like a dog? No, 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 I am. Okay, hold on, hold on. I am. Bob, hey, I'm gonna be there with you. Only a dummy. Hold on. Only a dummy will leave a situation where you could have won four or five rings to go to other situations where you're just gonna blow the team up and everything blew up in your face. He left a situation where everything was laid out for him. They would have been contenders all these years and winning chips. So KD definitely would have had three chips because they would have still won a chip Curry no one without him. He'd have probably had another one, which would have been four chips. And guess what? They still would have been in contention today to win more chips. That would they would they could have built a dynasty like the Showtime Lakers had. They could have built a dynasty. I mean, a real dynasty. You know what I'm saying? And I'm talking about reign supreme for years and years to come. If if he would have stayed in Golden State, that move to leave was just a horrible move. And now with they with the Suns, bro. If you look at the Suns, they really can't make no moves. Because if you make moves, that means you're either going to trade Devin Booker or KD because those are the two guys that got the most value. Nobody else over there really has value to get you back assets that you're going to really want to try to help you win, bro. I, I think when they traded all that talent over to, to Brooklyn, I think they torpedoed the squad. The 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 Suns the Suns have a two-year window, though. Like, even if they don't win it this year, they still got next year. It depends on the back of Bradley Beal. I don't like see y'all. Y'all give up two years. Bob, I'm just being honest with you. Me looking at this team, they don't have no two year window, bro. I'm looking at this team. I'm looking at the team and I see something different. I know we got different eyes, but I'm like, why y'all? Why y'all give up so easy? Why no, I mean, I feel, look, Bob. I know what you're what's, trying to what's, envision. What's the, window, what's, the, what's the window on this team, but big ass? This so, Phoenix team. This season. We talked about that on Chill with Chill. I believe we talked about it. I believe that only have this year and next year. And so that, after next but year, if have, yeah. but if you have KD, if you have KD getting a year older, Bradley Beal ain't gonna get no healthier. He's gonna be a year older. He's gonna be healthier. Because he's been getting hurt every year. Look, look at his history. But why? Okay, and hey, Ron, 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 hey, Ron, you're a scumbag, dog. You're a scumbag, scumbag, Ron. Are you putting that on the screen? You're a scumbag, bro. You hold on, right quick. When right I ended, when I ended, when I ended, when I ended, don't get mad right at me when I end it because you do this immature stuff. I know what you're double, doing, right? Double, is that double? Is that no, related to Jake? Ron, grow is up. Is that, not not at at doing, I know what you're doing. You can't put that game with me, bro. related to you. In real life, though. In real life, though. In real life, though. Like I said, and I'm going to say it again. Before I was being interrupted, before I was being interrupted, this team don't have no two-year window. They got This is it. To me, you got to go ahead and just – because if you look at it, before KD came over there, they went to the NBA Finals, and this team was in the in the conference finals, if I'm not mistaken. Or they were in the semi whatever. Semi yeah, they were in the semifinals against Luka. Other than that, they have not done that ever since. The only thing they did was play the Nuggets and got beat. And now this year, they regressed from that. Let me, ask you something, let, me, let me ask you something, though, Ticket, real quick, real quick. Just so let's let let's not let's not just burn the whole house down yet, right? Let's say, let's say for the just for the sake of this argument, let's say for the sake of this argument that they do have a two-year window, right? We'll just call it a one-year window, right? Let's say let's say they just got this one-year window. What if they were to make a move before the trade deadline, just acquiring a more veteran, um, a better lead guard? Do you think that, that helps them at all? Like, but how are you hold on? But well, how are you hold on? I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm, I don't. I don't I'm think asking, they need. How are you doing that? They don't have an asset. They, they, they got plenty of people on that bench. But I'm saying. But I'm saying to you, just 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 to, just to appease you and ticket. I want to know. Does does a lead guard that moves Devin Booker back to his natural two guard position? Does that help them at all? No, because they don't play no defense. No, because they still don't have no interior defense. That interior is weak. They, they getting dunked on every single game. Oh, and the, the answer the is to trade Kevin Durant. No, they need two things. I mean, listen. The reason why I say Kevin Durant is because 
for him or, Brad, or, or Booker, you're going to get the most back. So that's the only way you're gonna get real. I don't, I don't think they can do that. Ooh, I don't no? think they can do that. Ticket. I, I just don't. I just don't think like just just how I see most GMs and just upper management executives, whatever. The way I see most of them move, I feel like if they did that, it would be it would be like them giving up and them admitting that they did something wrong. And just for those reasons, I don't think they would be willing to make a move like that. Well, I, uh, I, now, I, I, I don't. I, I don't I, think. I, I don't think. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll put this on the table for you, Bob. I think All if right. this keeps going in this direction. You'll see KD maybe be moved at the trade deadline. If they if they if they're not in the play in by the trade deadline, right. KD I think KD will be moved. What that what we got left? A month? A month left before the trade deadline? February February the tenth uh, I think is the trade. Okay, deadline. so so a month February and a half, the, like a month and a half. February the eighth, something like that. But okay, so 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 Tick, you're saying in the next six weeks if they don't move up three spots, then KD should be out of there. Yeah. And, and who, uh, yeah. who is that? Who is that good for though? Like, who is that good for? I mean, obviously that. No, good I'm for just saying, Bob, Bob. You got to, Bob. You got to peep what I'm saying, bro. Listen, mm -hmm. if you're the Phoenix Suns, bro, this ain't no one one move fix. They need multiple moves. They need interior defense to stop dudes from just getting dunked on all game, and their interior is getting annihilated on a night to night basis. And they need a point guard in order to get those assets. You're going to have, bro. Uh. Grayson Allen, uh, old ass Eric Gordon, and Nurik ain't gonna get you that. I mean, unless you're telling me that you can flip Nurik and go get Gafford from Washington, now that's a good move. If you can flip Nurik and go get Gafford from Washington, you know what I'm saying? Now, also, like I said before, Ron, you keep trying to be funny when I slap the shit out of one of you bitches. Y'all motherfuckers ain't gonna say that, bro. Y'all keep playing these fucking games in real life, nigga. Oh, I slap fat niggas in real life too. On, on real, on God. On God. <laughs> you real with your mother. Shut up. Shut up, Rich Bobby, nigga. Shut up. Keep playing. Keep playing. When I see you, nigga, I'm gonna slap this fat off you. You got all that money you bought. When I see you, fat fuck, I'm gonna slap your ass. You fat fuck. <laughs> no, you're not. Shut up. All right, y'all. Let's uh let's continue. Y'all hey, hey, now y'all messy, y'all petty. I'm gonna say like this. You go if you go to my channel, go watch the Zen Master Oxtails mm. episode, and you'll get you'll get down to the bottom in the origin of, of the sign. Now make sure big ox media, oxtails playlist, Zen Masters episode. Is, is the sign like two out. fingers up in a circle or three? I'm confused. Three, you gotta throw it up. Oh uh, uh, three, okay. Like, yeah, exactly. that's how you throw it up, man. <laughs> That's how you throw it up right <laughs> that's, hey, that's how that's how John Morant got in trouble, man. <laughs> right. Um, I do want to say with the KD oh thing, though. I mean, God, I'm God. trading him. I wonder what value you could get for KD considering his age. Um, and I guess quote unquote injury problems the last few years. I'm not sure if they'll be able to get too much for him, but I do think if you went to OKC, I mean they would be the favorite in the league. I think you put a team with Durant, SGA, Chet, phenomenal. Shoot, even the Lakers. You want D Lo, you want Rui, you want a pick. Come on what's over, KD. Man, I'm just what's saying, if they want to move KD for some pieces, just th throw him out there. I mean, I don't. I just don't think they'll trade him though, because I don't think they'll get um enough for him. Um, maybe OKC would give up a couple of those young guys. I just don't know how much they'd give up for him. Um, but no, look, the Phoenix, the, the Suns are in trouble though. Like the whole Bradley Beal thing. Like I said, they said in the chat, he is giving a little bit of those Tracy McGrady breakdown. Like it was over with vibes. Like you know, like he, he just—it really could be over for him with his injury situation. Hopefully, he's not. If he comes back fully healthy, we might be having a different conversation in thirty games or whatever the case would be. If he comes back and he can be the Bradley Beal giving you twenty-five a night, it could be a whole different conversation. But as of right now, um, they definitely need to figure some things out, get help. And I wonder, look, if they're if they're like in the last position in the play-in without the playoffs and it's the trade deadline, it's definitely a conversation to have. Do you trade a Kevin Durant? 
Um, hey, but Chilltown, what if what if Phoenix were to like take Eric Gordon and um one of the bigs, Nurkic or Eubanks or something, and send send him to Chicago? Uh, not Chicago. I'm sorry. Um, uh, New York for for Mitchell Robinson or something. Is that is that well, Mitchell Robinson? He's, Mitchell Robinson's out for the season. So that that that's what a, happened to Mitchell. What I miss? Yeah, he, he got an ankle issue, so he's out for the season. Um, so for the yeah, season? we didn't talk about we didn't yeah. talk about that. He's done for the season. So. I don't know. Is that how I want to say over a week ago. Huh? Yeah. So he's out for oh, the season. Oh, shit. I've been, my bad, Mars. I've been high. Yeah. So, so, so <laughs> me too. Me too. Me too. I like it. <laughs> yeah, so Mitchell Robinson is off the table. But with that being said, if KD were to get traded by the trade deadline, mm-hmm. how much of a disaster is this thing? For Since we're on the subject, how much, of a disaster, how much of a disaster is this thing? Considering everything that you gave up to get him. Considering everything that you gave up to get him, depending on what you get back, that, Chilton. What? Okay, so the Oklahoma City trade, for example, like ticket brought up, ticket brought up Oklahoma City. If you Oklahoma City, are you giving up Lou Dort and uh, who Williams. else? Jalen Williams. Jalen Williams. What the the, 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 the one the, or the short one? No, the starter. The starter. Yeah. yeah. Are you giving up Lou Dort and Jalen Williams for Kevin Durant? I'm yeah. not doing that. Oh, yeah. Oh no! Or a two, three year window. I mean, that window's oh, no. wide open. Oh no, Chilltown! You, you, no, you, I'm not you, doing that. If you, if you got Shane KD, Chilltown, that's win now. That's win now type vibes. Like, and I'm that glad you okay. See over the top. And I'm glad you brought yeah. that up. That I'm glad you brought that up. That it's win now vibes. You know where else it was win now vibes at? In Phoenix. How'd that go? You know where else <laughs> right. it was win now vibes in Brooklyn? How'd that Brooklyn? go? Brooklyn? Okay, I'm not. I, 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 I don't unit. think they should do it, Chill. I don't think they should trade no. KD. I don't no think they way. should trade KD. No way. But what I'm that. saying is, if now let's say let's say that they could trade KD for J Dub and Josh Giddy. Mm. I think both teams get better. No, I'm not interested in that. I think, I think, both, I think both teams get better. I not think I think I think Giddy Giddy bringing the ball up for uh for for Devin Booker. Do I say J Dub or Lou Dort? It, J, it, it gotta be J Dub. Gotta be J Dub. Gotta be J Dub. Oh uh, yeah, I think I think I think both teams get better. You you know what I'm saying? And then, the and, then once, and then Bradley Bill's gonna get healthy. I think mm-hmm. is he? Yes, yes, of course. I think so. If Bradley Bill comes back, that's a big thing. If he can come back being Bradley Bill, the whole different conversation. And Jalen, that's why that's why I'm like, don't tra- don't trade KD. Don't trade KD. Just hold on. Y'all got a two year window. I, if I would I would go as far I would go as far to say that we're gonna sit Bradley Bill down for the rest of the season, no matter what. Brad, you're yeah. done. We're gonna hang you up. We're gonna get you, get you whatever the type of treatment you need to be able to be healthy, and we're gonna do our best to win this year. And if it don't happen, next year's our year. Uh, that's that's I'm, you know, hey, I'm I'm just gonna sink. I'm going down with the ship. I'm thinking about if you move off of KD. If I'm, if I'm Oklahoma City, I'm not even entertaining this because they built in something in Oklahoma City. I watched the Minnesota game last night, and they look like a damn good team, a damn good team. And if what you get I off of Kevin, if you if you get off of if you get off of Kevin Durant, I mean if you get off of Jalen Williams, who's a big part of what they're doing, if you get off of him and Lou Dort, who's also a big part of what they're doing, if you get off of both of them for Kevin Durant, and we already seen what happened in Phoenix. It was win now mode. Bradley Bill got hurt. Not only did Bradley Bill get hurt, you moved off of DeAndre Ayton. Chris Paul is gone. So you did all of those things in Phoenix. Now you don't have a lead guard, and this thing has become a disaster. You you rewind back to Brooklyn. You move off of you 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 actually trade. You actually it was a sign and trade, and you move off of D'Angelo Russell. He goes out to he goes out to Golden State. 
you get Kyrie Irving in there, and then you trade for then you trade for James Harden, and both of those guys break down. Both of those guys break down. So with all of that being said, where this guy goes in win now mode, it becomes a disaster. So there's no reason for me to risk gutting a huge part of my starting lineup in order for to get Kevin Durant in Oklahoma City in order for them to win right now. This is KD's logic. KD wanted to be in KD wanted to be in Phoenix. He specifically asked to go there. Specifically. And the reason why it worked in Phoenix is because they traded because because the trade worked for Brooklyn also. It didn't just work it didn't just work for for Phoenix. It didn't just work for Phoenix. It worked for Brooklyn also. So that's why he ended up there. With that being said, if I'm Oklahoma City, I don't want nothing to do with KD. All right, y'all. Um, it was a bunch more games last night. Uh, I want to kind of talk about, I want to start doing a, a, a better job of talking about more games and talk about what happened in these games. So I'm going to go down the whole list of games. We're going to talk about um, who won, high scores, all of that good stuff, what you guys seen and what your takeaways were. Um, before we do that, I do want to say that um, two QR codes at the bottom of the corner. Scan those. Go check out our, our, our merch site. Go uh, support the brand, support the show, support all these guys. Like, comment, and subscribe if you haven't. Um, shout out to everybody in the chat. Y'all going crazy today. Uh, also, too, um, if, uh, if something offends the panelists up here, and I don't care if it's a super chat or not, I'm not going to put it on the screen. So from here on out, um, the signs that you guys are throwing up, I won't put those on the screen because it's that's crazy. Uh, you you guys know it doesn't it doesn't like ticket uh, ticket. I'm publicly apologizing. My bad. Once again, I didn't know that that had anything to do with you. I thought that was between Damo and Zen. But ticket, if, if it offends you, whatever they got going on, if that offends you, I'm going to stop putting it on the screen. Um, so that's that chat. So if you do send through a super chat, with those, I'm not putting it on the screen. So you just know that from here on out. Uh, but moving along, though, um, Damo, you good? Moving along, the first game that I want to talk about is the Orlando Magic and the Washington Wizards. Um, Jordan Poole had a good game in a losing effort. He finally came through with a 30-piece. How are we feeling about this game? Um, Franz Wagner almost had a triple-double, 28-9-8. Um, did anybody peep this game? I was definitely not watching the Washington Orlando game. I, I watched zero seconds of that game, unfortunately. Didn't even get to watch the Jonathan Isaac minutes. I did not watch that Washington game. I'd be lying if I said I did. I did not. I tuned in for a little bit of it. I, I, I took the uh, I took the less on. No, actually, my girl put a sheet in on underdog. She put the less in on Kuz for no reason. She was just like, nah, give Kuz the less on PRA. So we watched a little bit of the game. Big friends, man. Friends was doing work. Uh, Paulo, of course, I, I still think Paulo's the best player on that organization. But Francis, I think it might be a one a one b thing. Ox. That's a good problem to have. It's I heard about two. that Orlando Franz, defense. Hey, hey Franz clears. <laughs> oh, and who else was balling last night? Anthony Clean. Black finally. Hey, Anthony, Dama, you muted. You muted, Dama. Oh damn, I was muted. I think that was a career high game for him. Uh, the yeah, it was. He, yeah. he had a career high in the first or in the second quarter. He had his career high. <clears throat> Hey, who was Jonathan, I, Jonathan Isaac can even play, so it's a good thing I ain't watched the game. Mm. Hey, yes, yeah, last night in the group chat, they were saying who was they saying that should get traded to Orlando? Damn, it was one guy. I can't remember who it was. To Orlando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were talking about him. Mm. Oh man, I I remember in the Is second. Dante Murray. 
I know DeJounte was talking about being traded. So was they saying I thought it was going to the Lakers. Steph it wasn't. I'll, I'll remember in a second. I'll remember in a second. <laughs> yeah, no. Steph, that, that's, 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 the, that's the move right there, Morris. I, I, I brought that up a, a couple last week. I think Steph needs to be headed to Florida. But um, I'm tired of getting I'm tired of getting uh harassed for saying that, so I'm gonna stop saying. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all, move it along. Um, yeah, we don't really got to talk about the Brooklyn Nets and the Pistons, but shout out to K for balling last night. Still have forty one and nine. Um, the Jazz and the Spurs. Did anybody happen to catch this? It was another loss for the Spurs. The Jazz uh handled them one thirty to one eighteen. Uh, Lori Marketing had 31 and 12. Jordan Clarkson 24 off the bench. Colin Sexton 20. I didn't. I'd be lying. How did they look to move Jordan Clarkson? Walker Kessler should be starting. I don't know why he's coming off the bench. I think when he starts their defense just takes a huge jump. Why he comes off the bench, well, I think to start Kelly Olinick. I think Kelly Olinick's a better bench guy. Um, so that's just that's just a little weird on their kind of starting lineup part. Got Lowry to OKC, man. I'm Lowry. pushing that trade. I'm pushing that trade till it can't happen. Larry goes to OKC. I got OKC going to the conference finals. Who you? Who you? Who you coming off? Please don't say that anymore, Mark. Uh, number three. I'm going off number three. Probably Usman Jang. As many picks as they want. Five picks, six picks, seven picks, whatever you want. I got it, honey. Anything to not give up. J Dub, Lou Dort, Kaysen Wallace. As many picks as they want to not have to give up those guys. Utah, the only place that wouldn't even care about the Giddy situation. Facts. That's what I'm saying. He's uh, spinning, spinning. Exactly. He's a perfect. They give him a statue too. Mm. I'd like to think what I'd like to think what Malone did is a little bit different than what Josh did. Yeah, it's worse, and he got a statue. So yeah. here we go. Yeah. Even with all of that being said, Mars, I if worse came to worse, I wouldn't be mad at giving up J Dub. I would be mad, but. If if they just I would do it like, if I have for Laurie Marketing, yeah, for Laurie Marketing. Yeah, I, I would do yeah. it if I have to, but I'm offering up number three, um Usman Jang, maybe the other Jalen Williams, and as many picks as possible. I'm trying to keep Isaiah Joe, I'm trying to keep Kaysom Wallace, I'm trying to keep Ludo, I'm trying to keep Jada. But I have no problem giving it. when you I have that many low ball in Mars, just Jada. Yeah, I mean you got you got you gotta start low, you gotta start low, but when you have that many picks. You got 27 picks. You know you're not going right. to be able to draft that many people. <laughs> like you can't draft 27 people. The rest yeah. of the max is What are you stockpiling them for? You stockpiling yeah, them for they, a reason. For a trade. Exactly. Now he's on a very team-friendly deal. He's making like 18 mil. I'm doing that trade. Would they trade Larry, though? Why wouldn't they? I mean, unless they're... For the right price. Uh, unless they're in a situation where they're like, okay, either we need the playoff... Either we're a playoff team slash competing... Or it's bus that that's mm. the only time I, I would see them trading if they're like okay we're going to build and I don't know try to get they look at it from a business aspect try to make up on some of the money we missed out being so bad so we're going to have a couple of guys people like keep a Colin Sexton around because fans like him keep mm. a Lori because he's a perennial a potential All Star player any given year because he plays good enough he can sell some jerseys sell some tickets bring in another guy people like it so I can see them sticking everybody around but if it's go big or go home that's the only time to trade them in my opinion. They got to do something, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so he, he's 26. They're starting guys. So they, I guess, yeah, they do have to figure out, do they want to try to contend in the next three or four years, or are they going to rebuild? If it's a rebuild, you trade him. If you want to contend, you probably want to keep him and try to build around him. No, you trade him. It's okay, see. 
Uh, speaking of this game, um, was anybody aware that Keldon Johnson came off the bench last night? I don't know how long he's been coming off the bench, but I do mm. see he came off the bench last night. He did have a good game, though. Well, he had the best game out of out of them. He came off the bench, had 20, 26 points, shot hmm. fairly well. It's amazing how I said he should have been coming off the bench at the start of the season. Great Popovich, it's about damn time. I didn't watch the game. Well, Mars, so. you know, you know, you know, Greg Pop watches players' choice. Exactly, man. Greg Popovich, man, hire me, man. I'm taking my advice and stuff. Twenty-eight <laughs> games into the season, good work. <laughs> it took him longer, though. Yeah, exactly. But good work, man. Yeah, get Colin Johnson off the bench. All right, moving along. The um, mm-hmm. top team in the West, <clears throat> the Minnesota Timberwolves, played against the team that we're saying that should trade for Lori, the Oklahoma City Thunder, and OKC. Uh, took care of business in the second half. They made a big second mm-hmm. half push and beat the uh, really, really beat down the Wolves. Uh, 129 to 106. Uh, they won um, pretty handsomely. Uh, Anthony Edwards came through with 25, 7 and 6. Um, the rest of the team played well. Uh, that 25, that 25 and 6 to Anthony, that 25 and 6 that Anthony Edwards had wasn't nearly as simple as that 30. For that the SGA had let's it wasn't, to even, Shea, yes. it wasn't even it wasn't even close. Shay, the pickup point with him, they didn't really know what they were doing. Number one, Oklahoma City, because I, I did watch that game last night. Oklahoma City spread them out. They had Jalen, they had J J Dub, they had they had Dub on one wing, they had um Chet Holmgren on another wing, they had uh they just basically spread them out, and with spreading them out, the lane was wide open. And the difference is, is they they didn't just stand on the perimeter. There was a lot of action off the basketball. That's why you saw them get into the basket. You saw Chet dive into the basket. A lot of a lot of give and go action. Not just a lot of give and go action. A lot of pick and dive action with that crew. Mars, do you, do you know why that's possible? Did I know why? Do you know why it's um, possible for um, OKC to do those type of things? Yes, because they're because Chet can shoot the basketball. Jalen Williams can shoot the basketball and. <laughs> That's what makes them that, that makes them guardable on that makes them unguardable on the wing. You can't cheat off these guys. You have to honor these guys. You can't just sit in the lane when you got a guy in Chet Holmgren who can knock down a 19 footer. When you got a guy in Jalen Williams who can consistently knock down the, consistently knock down the long ball or not just the long ball. Mars, I think your cat wants to get out. But anyway, consistently knock down the long ball. Yeah, I think your cat. Oh, now we'll free the cat. Anyway, but when you got when you got guys <laughs> like that who can make shots like that. That makes that makes their offense so much better, and it makes it so much more potent because these guys dive to the basket, a lot of give and go action, and that stuff with Shea, he just looked so comfortable, like he could get whatever he wanted, whenever he wanted. He didn't let them speed him up. He didn't let them. He didn't let their physicality. He didn't let Jada. He didn't let Jada McDaniel's physicality hugging him and pressing up on him. He didn't let that bother him. And they handled them last night, especially on, especially in transition. They straight handled them. Chilltown, I think what Mars is getting at is <laughs> something a little different. We'll see when he gets back. Was it was it because Josh Giddy was off the floor? Is that exactly? Is that the logic? Because Josh Giddy was off the floor? Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. Not only, Josh, not only effective when Josh Giddy not out there, man. Because Josh Giddy was on the floor. Josh Giddy was on the floor when he was running. When he was running pick and go. When he was running give and go action. With Chet, he was on the floor when he was running give and go and pick and dive. Yeah, it didn't work when Shea has the ball. That's the point. It doesn't work when Shea has the ball. That's why you need to get rid of number three because he doesn't fit with Shea. Uh, Josh, he needs the ball. 
and Shane needs the ball, and you're not giving him the ball over Shane. So yeah, two guys who need the basketball. That's yeah, fair. So sure. pack, yeah, so that's pack fair. him up and then get Larry Markin. That's that's what you need to do. That's so, fair. Shout out to him. He's gonna be a good trade piece. He gonna he gonna hoop in Utah for sure. He gonna hoop in Utah. <laughs> I thought and Wallace missed shots. I I seen Kaysom Wallace miss shots. That was that was tragic. So that that hurt my agenda. I think he was like one for four from three. First time I ever seen it happen. Everyone else was in shots. That team shot like sixty percent from the field. Yeah, but Kaysom Wallace missed shots. Mm. I'd never seen him miss a shot until that point. I, I still night. think that I still think that Minnesota, and I know this is ridiculous to you guys, but I still think that Minnesota is using. Rudy Gobert, like they did in Utah, he's open a lot around the rim, and they do not get him the basketball. I'm talking about a guy who shoots almost 60% around the rim, and they don't get him the basketball. And I would think that Mike Conley, who played for, played with him as long as he did, would get him the basketball when he's diving to the rim. I've seen, I saw plenty of times, I saw plenty of times when he had Jalen Williams behind him, buried underneath the basket. I saw times when he had Josh Giddy buried underneath the basket on switches, and they would not get him the ball. And him and Cat, they play well together. Cat gets him the basketball. He makes life a lot. He makes life a lot less difficult for Cat. That does work, but I feel like they would be so much more effective. And I'm saying the same thing that was going on in Utah. It would be they would be so much more effective if they used him more in the offense around the rim. Chilltown, there's a reason why he is so open at the paint, and there's a reason why the point guard that played with him before, when you've seen this issue on another team, is continuing to go down that path. Reason for both of those, and you know the answer, because it's Rudy Gobert. Come on, man! It's they—they they know he's very limited at the rim. He's a phenomenal lob threat, and that's really all they see him being good for is to catch the lob. They don't expect him to do nothing with the ball when they give it to him in the post, no matter who's on him. That he—he he has shown to be, at least in the past, he's shown to be a liability. And even if he has upgraded those skills or hit the lab and has a bag now, like you see when he's playing on the French team, no one trusts him. That's around him enough to see that that he does that. They're in practice with him. They see what he's working on. They see what he's drilling. They see what he's doing. They can see his bag on a daily basis. They don't trust it. Ah oh, man, he shot a three again. I think that's probably why he didn't get the ball. I think that was. I've seen it. I've seen him take. I've seen him take a few since he's been in Minnesota. I haven't seen him make one, but I've seen him take a take a few. Mm. Good work, Rudy. I mean. We do have a guy that's like I said, he's shooting over sixty percent around the rim. So, man, why, why, oh, close to seventy percent around the rim? I understand that you know he's going to fumble the ball. I do understand that, but more times than not, he's going to score around the rim. So, I'm just, I, I, I understand your logic, Damo. I just, I feel like with the big man being as being as efficient as he is, we should go to him more. I ain't saying run the offense through him. I just feel like that that offense would be so much better with Cat, with Anthony Edwards, if y'all went to him more. Just open up the O a lot more. Like two shots, three shots. That's like he's taking, he's getting four or five shots a game. He definitely needs to get more looks. OG, I'm telling you, I don't think he should get more looks because a lot of his looks are off of lobs. There was a point in time, and this is probably around the time he got traded in Utah. He was either, this is either the season before that, around that time where he got traded. Or right. immediately afterwards, Rudy Gobert was getting a volume of lobs greater than um, DeAndre Jordan and Brandon. Uh, I was about to bring you. This and was Blake last Griffin. year. This was last year. I remember that he was getting a com like them combined. He was still yeah. getting a more volume of lobs at the rim and was finishing. I I understand that's the numbers look good. I understand statistically 
he seems efficient at the rim. The context behind it is he is genuinely catching lobs at the rim. That's what those are. Then there's only so many lobs you're gonna throw to Rudy. There, it really is. You can't just keep throwing lobs to Rudy. It's it's right. not gonna. It's not right. gonna keep working. But and, when that's and, all he is, I, it looks easy on paper to be like, all right, he is seventy percent at the rim on eight to ten shots a game, which I think that might be even stretched. But eight to ten shots a game. But when you look, all seven of the makes, all all, all of his makes are lobs. It's hard for me to be like, all right, you got to give him a look and let him try to go over his left shoulder. Like, nah, I don't know about that. Like, and I, 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 I'm not saying that we got to run anything for him. No, I'm not saying that. But a lot of times when he dives to the basket, he's got a smaller guy on him. Ox is a two plus two guy. And a lot of times I feel like a lot of this stuff is simple where he'll pick and he'll dive right to the rim and he's right in front of the rim and there's a smaller guy on him. It's not difficult to catch and put the ball in the hole, which he's done that. Which he's done that. Where it gets tricky is when guys are going downhill and drawing defenses and he's in traffic. That's when he starts to fumble the basketball. But stuff like diving to the rim, I see him a lot of times diving to the rim and he's open and he can get putbacks. I just feel like that just to open up the offense a lot more for them if they did that. I've All right, y'all. Coast to coast. Hasn't worked one time. I've seen him try and do it. But go ahead, Ro. You've seen what coast to coast, Mars? I'm sorry. Rudy, try and go coast to coast. Grab a rebound and try and go coast to coast. I've seen him do it maybe four times. I think he's turned the ball over three times. Hey, I don't even, I don't even entertain Rudy <laughs> getting the ball off the glass and going with it. I'm not. That conversation is going in one hand out the other. I ain't even trying. Hey, to but, look, but, but look, but look, I'm, I'm, st- I'm sticking to him being at the rim, diving to the rim where he's the most effective. That's what I'm sticking to. That's crazy that he would do it, and we hate to see it. But you got to imagine, though. Think about being Rudy and knowing, like, retiring and not never once got the ball off the rim and went coast to coast. Like, I got to try it. I got <laughs> to see about it. I feel like he does it for France. Like, I feel like he does it for France quite a bit. When yeah, he yeah, but in the, the league, though, you know, you like, know? I got to I gotta do it. I got to get, get, get one off the glass and dribble 94 feet. He's been doing it for France so long. France cooked up a big man that's bigger than him that can do it better. That's how disappointed that's France was. France was so sick right. of it. I was like, let that's me, crazy let me show you that. who you're trying to be. People actually like, won't you believe that, Domo. Don't, don't say that, bro. Yeah, they might, they might play together internationally. They, they might play together internationally. Go, Rudy, Rudy, Gobert, Rudy Gobert is a national treasure, and he should be. Hmm. No, he is a national. And he should be. He's a national gym. That thinks he's treasure. Bro. That's what he is. Yeah, and he's and a they that thinks he's like gold. Like nah, you're just you're just a ruby. Like you're a ruby compared one, to gold. I, well, once I'm, one I'm, man's I'm, trash is another man's treasure. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm waiting for the combo. I'm waiting for the conversation when he wins defensive player of the year. Is he a better defensive player than Tim Duncan? That's, That's not a conversation. Oh, and I I think he's gonna I, win it this year. That's I, I, I do too, Moss. I, 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 I do too, Moss. Fourth or fifth? I do. Four. I hope he does win it. I do I too. Got, I got big love for Rudy Gobert. I hope he does win. It. Yo, and by much. by the way, too, just with that being said, Rudy is a good defensive center, but Rudy be getting his ass cooked. I watched Chet. Chet guarding the best. Chet, Chet was cooking him last night. Wimby be cooking him. He gave obviously Chet the last time they played though. So. Shut the door he, on This is a bad game. I thought this was a bad. That's sixteen. Yeah. Now, I think the, I think he had sixteen the last time that that he saw um, Rudy, and it, it was like, it looked like. It looked like some of the hardest 16 points he's ever had in his life. He shot like six for 20 that first game. Something crazy like that. It was something crazy like that. The reason why I'm thinking, I, I the reason why I'm asking, like, if Rudy wins the defensive player of the year, this conversation about Tim Duncan is because the accolade logic is going to get even more crazy. It's going to get crazier. 
if he ends up winning it because we, we don't put Dikembe like Dikembe Mutombo or Ben Wallace over Tim Duncan, right? So I guess he might fall in that category. Some do. I, I've heard Ben yeah, Wallace. Over I've, I've heard Ben Wallace. I've heard Ben Wallace over Tim Duncan. I've heard Ben Wallace mm. over Dwight Howard. I've heard Ben Wallace over Paul. Yes, defensively. I've heard I'm taking Ben over Dwight Howard for sure. I've heard Ben I've heard Ben Wallace over Dwight Howard. I've heard Ben Wallace over Jabal. So I've heard crazy Ben Wallace logic. Yes, I have. Absolutely. But those logics aren't crazy. Ben Wallace Ben, ben Wallace, Wallace is not a better defensive player than Jabal. No, he wasn't. Not saying not saying no, he, he was not. I'm not I'm not no, saying he, he is, but, but, but the but the argument's I, I, not insane. I I I I digress. I want to I, I want to think of I, I want to get back to what we were talking about with Rudy and how important he is to that unit and the fact that they go defensively as he goes. I was surprised yesterday, Mars, watching that game, how Shea just got whatever he wanted against Jaden McDaniels. And Jaden McDaniels did everything. He would hug him. He would back off. He would he would curl up, follow him, follow him on curl screens. Um, he would crowd him in closeouts. SGA got whatever he wanted against him. I'm thinking, how do you slow this dude down? And because this is an elite perimeter defender. Already moving slow. Shay Shay moves at his own pace. You can't slow someone down who's moving at their own pace. You can only hope to speed them up. And if Shay don't want to be sped up, and that's what he was trying to do when he was pressing them. Mm-hmm. That's what he that's what he was trying to do when he was pressing him. He was trying to speed him up and it wouldn't happen. Mm-mm. Shea was making it clear, you will not speed me up. Mm-mm. And when he got the ball off the glass, the pickup point, his cousin is picking him up at the three-point line on the other end. I'm like, yo, you gotta stop him way before that. He already got ahead of steam. That's how he's getting right to the basket. You have to slow him down way before that. Because you got guys like Rudy, you got guys like Cat at the rim. And if you got those guys at the rim, if he already got ahead of steam. He's gonna get right past you. Chill. Do you have Tim Duncan as the second greatest defender of all time? I do not. You don't. Okay, so I, I do think that the Tim Duncan being highly regarded as like the second or top three, I do think that's a little bit of a PC thing and a Mars Minions thing. Uh, a lot of other. I don't even have him as the second best. Okay, you were a little somebody because I hear that all the time. I do think it's a little bit of a PC <laughs> thing where somebody said it and everyone's riding with it. Uh, the whole Tim well, You said AK better, man. Of, I'm just hey, conversation to be had. I'm just saying with Tim Duncan. It's not a conversation to be had. No, nah, it's not. It's, Stop saying that. Defensive versatility. Defensive <laughs> versatility. Jalen, do you have any idea how good Tim Duncan was on the perimeter? As a five yeah. man, not just a four, but a five man also. He, he Closing out on the highlights. That's fine. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Tim Duncan, hold on. Tim, Tim Duncan, I understand the great defender, 100%. No one's taking that away from him. No, you don't. Do you want the Kevin Garnett's better? Yes, I'm still taking Kevin Garnett defensively. So, who, so where's Tim Duncan? perimeter Kevin Garnett's better? Where's Tim Duncan rank as a defender all time? I mean, he, he's still, I mean, he's top 10 for sure. Where I'd put him in the top, to maybe, mm-hmm. maybe like six fifth but he's top 10 for sure okay so you're yeah. talking about third and six yeah you know, I, just, I, I hear a lot of the second greatest thing with tim duncan and i just think that's very I've none, none of us none of us i've, I've, I've been consistent okay, with saying okay, okay. he's the second best ever to me so i've stayed consistent with that oh you had bill at first okay yeah the, uh, the best all right so we we, we got to keep pushing, though. We got more games to talk about. Um, obviously, we talked a lot about John Morant. We didn't necessarily talk about the game. Um, the Grizzlies came back. They were down for a majority of the game. They came back in large part due to John Morant's 31-7. and seven. Um, And the game went into overtime. Uh, I want to say Ja made a free throw for it to go into overtime. I think yeah, Jaron Jackson. Jackson missed some. Oh, Jaron Jackson did? Jaron Jackson, I think yeah. if he made both, they would have won. But yeah, he went yeah, one, he one, one, one. point four seconds. Yeah, with point mm-hmm. four seconds. So he needs to lock in because they played an extra five minutes because of him, and he can't make free throws. 
Uh, Jaron Jackson. But carry on, carry on. Yeah, um, Ja, Jaron, and Desmond all had good games. Desmond had 27. Uh, Jaron had 19 and 10. Uh, on the other end, Zion and Brandon Ingram, they both had 24 and 23, respectively. Ja, Zion had a double-double. But, no. um, yeah, that's... Bro, you is, a, is Brandon Ingram Brandon not strong enough? Like I know, I know, I know, I know this. I just noticed that you know, just being skinny doesn't mean you're not strong. Maybe in the weight room, but not on the basketball court. Especially, especially when you weigh enough. If you're as big as him, you could put your weight on people usually. But I don't think Brandon Ingram's strong enough. I don't know if I'll be in the weight room. I'm, I'm not sure because he can't. He he cannot get anywhere that a stronger, shorter defender. And to, to me personally, I always yeah. thought it was harder to play basketball against. I'd rather I'd rather you guard me at 6'10 than you guard me at 6'5. You know what I'm saying? I, it's it's much yeah. easier to score on a bigger guy to me just because those guys, they get up under you. They, you know, the football playing looking types, they get under you and it's hard to get where you want. Brandon Ingram can get nowhere. Like, he, he, has to shoot, he has to shoot fade away. He does, Damo. Like yes, he this. does. Yeah, you know yes, he does. That's his problem. That's been his problem since his rookie year. He plays small. He plays That's like a 16. smaller guard at 6'9", 6'10", with all his length. He doesn't use it. So I don't think it's a situation where, oh, is he strong enough? He just doesn't play with his actual side. He doesn't play big enough. That's the issue. If he just played longer, I'm not going to compare him to KD, but any guy that has length that uses it. If he just plays longer, I think you wouldn't see as many of the the, the efficiencies that you're talking about. That's, that's why I think on. he's relying on, though, Damo. That's what I'm saying. I think he's relying on his length, relying on his height to get harder shots off shooting over the top as opposed to getting low and putting putting your hip on somebody, making, you know, banging, spinning off, going to the rack. He only goes to the rack when it's Matador. He can't, he's, mm-hmm. Brandon, Brandon, you know how, like, when you when he's, when you're coming, you're going to the rim and you, he gets bumped right there. Sometimes mm-hmm. if you get bumped right there, you can get lower. You can you can get around. You can you know turn the corner. Brandon Ingram gets bumped right there. He might try to give a little bit more resistance, and he's stepping back. He's he's fading away. Brandon Ingram he got to learn how to get lower or just get stronger because he's there's no it's no reason you should be able to guard Brandon Ingram. De- De- Desmond Bain should not mm-hmm. have any thought process of guarding Brandon Ingram. That should never enter enter his brain. Because he doesn't do that with KD. Right he does not do that with KD. He, oh, doesn't. he doesn't. Desmond Bain is not in front of KD like, all right, I can slow this dude down. He's not. And do you know where he can learn to actually play stronger, play bigger, and, and actually do the things you're talking? <laughs> somewhere that's not New Orleans. <laughs> hey, somewhere that's not New Orleans, he can learn that because he's not, not learning with that because he, he should know that by now. He's 27, 26. And, yeah, he's not some young and it's, not, and it's not just a him thing. It's a what is your development team doing? What is the development doing? Mm-hmm. Like, what is the v- development looking like for these guys down in New Orleans? Like, I, hey, people got on my neck when I said, hey, time to trade these guys. Trade whether it's blow it up, retool, whatever words you want to use, throw on it. It's time to do something. Trade one of them, trade both of them. But there's no reason to have Zion and Brandon Ingram at this point. You better get them while the value is good because I don't think that. I think Ingram might be in a situation where in a couple of years his value could still be as good as it is now or better. I don't think Zion's value gets any better uh, the longer he stays in New Orleans. I think it continues to get worse. Pop, I think Pop's not with Team USA anymore, right, at all in any capacity? No, nah, I think he's done. He's probably retired from that yeah, situation. Yeah, see, see, that's the problem. If Pop was still in Team USA, Brandon Ingram would be better this year. I, I do think the developmental thing it, it, in New Orleans is definitely a good point because we've seen Zion not develop the way we thought, Ingram not develop the way we thought. Even a Herb Jones, I know you're big on him, Chilltown. I thought he would have taken maybe more of a jump this season 
from last season. He kind of seems like the same player to me still. So the developmental thing in New Orleans definitely, definitely needs to be looked at. Yeah. Go ahead, Ron. I'm, I'm, go ahead, get it, Ox. I apologize. No, nah, no, nah, I've been talking. I've been talking. Go ahead, get, get, get it off, Chip. I'm listening. Ron, Ron you, ever, you, you ever see that chick that looks fly on the surface and then after a while you're hanging around her, you're like, you really ain't all that, though. You look dope when I first met you, but mm. the longer you hang around her, you start hearing her talk and you see her again, mm. like, you ain't really all that. That's I, I, how I'm starting to feel. You got a dirty house, Chill Town? Well, that's, 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 that's every Friday night, man. It's just her. Night, it's, just Friday, her. Right. it's not everything else around it. It's just her. Mm. Like when you she first seen her, you she was don't like, make her bed in the morning too. And then the next time you see her, you're like, oh, well, maybe, mm. maybe not. Then you see her some more, and you're like, yeah, you're not really it like that. I'm starting to feel that way about Zion. Like the mm. dude, uh, number one, he's an inconsistent rebounder. He should mm. be a double digit rebounding guy. That's number one. Number two, he has not developed any sort of mid range game that he trusts on a regular basis. You know, the dude shot, I think he shot 15 shots last night. Uh, six, 15, 16 shots last night. No shot that he shot was outside of six feet. Everything was right there in the paint. That works when you got smaller guys on you. When you are very left-handed like him and limited offensively one-on-one, this guy doesn't have any sort of mid-range. He doesn't shoot the long ball to expand the defense. He doesn't do any of those things. And those things are easy to expose come playoff time. Very easy to expose come playoff time, especially when all we have to do is focus on you. Those things are really easy to to, to focus on. I won't even get into his conditioning. I don't care about I don't, I, that. That that's that's something that either you're gonna handle that or you're not. But with that being said, I look at his game and it really hasn't improved much. And I'm starting to the, the, the logic with me with him is starting to be you know, all that, yo. When I say I'm the bad guy, I I, I think I'm um I think I'm becoming I think it's becoming clearer that that your game hasn't improved, B, and you're not helping this team win. You're not keeping it pushing, y'all, to the next game. Um, sorry, Mars, but now I'm offended. I'm offended. I'm offended. I'm offended. (laughs) Right? I'm offended. Nah, we don't have to talk about this game. Nah, we can move on. Please. well, I mean, y'all just y'all just ran into you know. We ran into some wrecks. We didn't want to call a foul on the Sangoon dunk, but it's cool. Mm. So what, Mars? Mar- I missed this play. I'm sure it's a lot of other people that missed this play. Can you break down what happened? And just right quick, the Indiana Pacers did beat the Houston Rockets last night, one twenty three to one seventeen. But apparently, there was a call last night that was missed. That Mars did not appreciate. Yeah, yeah, not not too because. Um... I would like the referees to do their job, but they don't want to do their job. It's cool. I, I understand they hate us. So um, if I remember correctly, I might be misremembering because I've removed the game from memory. Um, the game was tied at 117. The game was tied at no, the game was tied at 117. Yes. And then Tyrese makes a three. Mm-hmm. We, we ignore that. That's cool. He can make a three, whatever. We don't call a timeout. We run a nice little play, little brush screen, get Sengun to set the high pick and roll for Fred Van Vliet. All looks good. Fred Van Vliet makes the pass to Sengun. He's rolling to the rim. He goes to dunk the ball. He's blatantly fouled by, I want, someone down there in an Indiana jersey. I can't remember who it was. He's blatantly fouled, misses the dunk. He's on the floor. The Pacers get the rebounds. So we don't score. We don't get free throws. We don't get nothing. 
Then the Pacers take a pull up three. They miss, whatever. Then we can't secure the rebound, but he hold gets it. Indiana timeout, whatever. And then I think Nemhard makes a makes a um makes a shot. We're down five at that point. Game's over. All because the referees ain't want to make the right decision and call the foul. That was blatant on Alfred Sangoon. So we lost that game because of the refs and the fact that um this is the number two pick I'm talking about. One of our number two picks is going to be going to be out the league by the time his rookie contract is over if he doesn't decide to learn how to play basketball. See, mm-hmm. I control all I want about him, but at some point. People get mad at me for trolling. So being serious, he's bad. He's playing very bad. Um, everyone can figure out who I'm talking about. Um, his minutes are going down, rightfully so. Um, I think last night he played less than 20 minutes, I think. I might be wrong. But his minutes have been going down ever so, ever so slightly. Um he may got asked last night if he's even thought about bringing him off the bench. To which he said no. Now I don't I don't know if that's him trying to instill confidence in him or if he just doesn't want to bring that out to the public that he's having these conversations behind closed doors. I don't know. But Jalen Green has this year and next year for team options. After that, I don't think he's not gonna get a max rookie contract extension at this rate. He's not getting that. I think everyone can understand Houston are not offering Jalen Green a max rookie contract extension playing like this. So after this, after these next two years, I'm not saying he's going to be out of the league. He might not be in Houston. Depends on how he looks. They might trade him. I don't know. Because he's the only one who it seems Ime isn't affecting positively. Sengun looks better. Fred Van Vliet looks great. Dylan Brooks looks great. Tarisen looks great. Jabari Smith looks great. He's the only one it seems to not be working for. Um, so yeah, I don't know what the answer is. Um, other than he needs to be bad. I don't think he's as bad as he has been the last seven or eight games. I don't think he's that bad. But he definitely isn't as good as the propaganda I was pushing. He's not Michael Jordan, unfortunately. <laughs> he might be Kobe Bryant, but he's not Michael Jordan. So, <laughs> so I was close, but definitely um that's that's like the biggest takeaway the refs and Jalen green and then if he turns around and has like 30 against the suns i'm gonna come back here on what day is it today wednesday today is wednesday today is i'm gonna come back here tomorrow on thursday mm-hmm. talking about how he's michael jordan again so don't worry i'm i'm gonna I'm be back when he has a when he has a good game at some point so he's um, gonna have a 40 point okay. game and you'll so be- this little three minutes of Jalen green negativity you never hear on it again so just erase this from your memory when he has a good game. Do you feel like this is a case where they should try to sell while the value is there, ride it out for the season, to just see if he picks it up some point during the season and, and this is just a slump? Like, what do you feel they should do with Jalen Green? I think – because I think the improvements are there in terms of defense. And I don't think he's a great playmaker. I think he can only make one read out of the pick and roll, which is the – lay down past the Sengun. But that's progress compared to what he was doing last year. So there's some progression in terms of playmaking. He's rebounding better. Um, he's overall giving more effort on defense. He's more aware, blah, blah, blah. But at some point, you draft a scorer, you expect them to be able to score the ball. And he can't score the ball at a high level on this team right now. That's because his off-the-dribble three-point shooting is terrible. I, I Every time he takes a pull-up three, I just I know it's going to miss. Um he still can't dribble with his left hands. Um, his strength is what really holds him back in terms of finishing at the rim. So 
unless he gets a free lane, he's really going to struggle finishing through contact, which is um, a bad thing for him. So there's just so many flaws that if Houston are trying to accelerate the process of competing, which I don't know if they are, but Ime seems to be trying to win based on the adjustments he makes in games in like all these close games. So he's clearly trying to win. Um, then maybe you can trade Jalen Green for a, a player who you think can help you do that. Now, maybe if you said, hey, Utah, Jalen Green, maybe Larry Markin becomes available. I'm not saying they should do that. But I'm saying if those are the type of, if you are trying to compete, maybe there are, hey, Atlanta, DeJounte Murray. Who knows? Like, maybe if you make those type of calls, Jalen Green as a number two pick, what, three years ago? 20, 21, yeah, three years ago. He probably still has a lot of value to a lot of, like, younger teams in the league. But I don't, I wouldn't make the trade because I don't think we're ready to win yet. But I can understand the thought process if we are trying to win. But it's looking Do you feel bad. like the timeline's gotten sped up since, like, the improvement and development is there? This team obviously looks like they... I mean, I'm assuming from what you assumed they would be, because you know me, I was saying this is a 41 team. But mm -hmm. seeing how they're actually looking closer, I'm not saying they're 40 wins, obviously, we have a long season. But they do look closer to a 40-win team than the, what did you say, 33 wins? You was you 30, was expecting 30, 35 was my, was like, I'd be very happy with 35. So, like, anywhere from 30 to 35 is what I expected. Is the timeline like, is, oh, time is, is time sped up more than it's, Sangoon is improved, so... Why aren't you improving also? I mean, Sangoon has improved well, tremendously from last year to this year. So the fact that Sangoon has improved, they're looking the same way at Jalen Green. Like, okay, you need to take this step too. Now, do you need to be as good as Sangoon at this rate? I don't know about that, but there should be some improvement, and it hasn't been. I think it's both. I think the timeline sped up with the addition of the vets we got in Fred and Dylan um, and the jump that Jabari and Sangoon have taken. Um Alongside guys like Aaron Holiday on the team, who's been a decent backup guard, even though I think I'm not too high on Aaron Holiday, but he's been playing well, especially in Amen Thompson's absence. Amen Thompson in the last couple of games has looked pretty good, even though I don't think he's ready. Um, there's just this team was, especially defensively, the team is better than I think most people expected. Domo was one of the ones who was like, I expected um, a jump. But I think that, and on top of the fact that Sangoon, who's in the same draft class as Jalen, was like the 16th pick in the same draft, mm -hmm. has taken the jump to where he's one of the better bigs in the league. I don't want to put a ranking on him, but one of the better bigs in the league. And you're seeing Jalen Green stagnate, I guess is maybe the best word to say, stagnate. And especially scoring-wise, look like take a step back when that's what really everyone was hype about with Jalen Green. You can't, There's no other word to call it but disappointed, I think. Not not just me, like everyone knows what I've said about him, but everyone, even the people who weren't too high on Jalen Green, didn't expect probably this this soon in terms of a stagnation and no real improvement. So I think I think it's a mix of both. The team's better than most people thought, and Sangoon kind of sped up the process of development for Jalen Green, and he's not ready. I still I think his strength. I I genuinely think strength is the biggest concern for him. Similar to Brandon Ingram, but not in terms of he's just trying to use his length. He's trying to use his athleticism and his ability to contort his body around the rim instead of being able to play through contact at the rim. And that really holds him back. And he can't take, he can't absorb contact on his drive. So if you bump him on a drive, he's losing his dribble. He can't drive left because his left hand, his left hand, his hands on his left hand is very bad. So then you kind of just force him left and he's trying to get back right. And then there's, there's a lot of, and his mid range game 
is non-existent. So there's just a lot of things that um, he needs to work on, which I think he can. Like, I don't think anyone can deny the talent. But at some point, talent needs to translate, and it's not translating. So, Jalen Green is going to be all right. Last year, I mean, obviously, it was a m much different team. He didn't shoot the best percentages, but he still averaged 22. So it's like just that alone gives him a lot of value, and it gives him a tremendous amount of upside. We know what he can do at bare minimum at his worst. Um, obviously, he's going to get stronger. He's going to get more polished. He's going to get smarter. He's going to find his spots. Game's going to slow down more for him. But remember, I was just saying this yesterday. Um, when you get a bunch of other guys on your team, then – Boy, go over there with your mama. <laughs> hey, daddy duties at the same time. But, all right, we, um, work, we, we working. We good. We all right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. But uh, also, too, it's like when, when you get a Fred Van Fleet, when you get a – Dylan Brooks, when when Sangoon just gets that much more better, some somebody has to take a hit in production. And on top of that, when MA comes in and, and puts his foot down, like no, this is how we're doing things. That that changes things, you know, for him. Yeah, I don't think the slump is in like I don't think like I remember talking. To, I think it was to Dub like three weeks ago. I don't think he's as bad as the slump he's going through now suggests. Like if I, okay, for anyone who doesn't know, the last nine games, Jalen is averaging twelve points on thirty percent from the field and twenty-seven from three. That's the last nine games. He's not that bad. He's clearly going through a bad stretch right now. And for anyone who doesn't know, his minutes have been consistently below thirty. The last two games have been below twenty-five. He's not playing well right now. He's not that bad. Clearly, I I think I don't think anyone would argue he's that bad. Mars, but, could he there is cause for concern in terms of his overall game, which have been a concern from last year to this year in terms of the same problems that haven't seemed to have been addressed. Right. Is, could it could it be possible that he, he looks bad because he's working on things that he's not good at yet? Like like uh, maybe Coach M.A. has him doing certain certain things in the offense that he's not comfortable with yet, that he's working that's what the, on That's what the offseason is for, Big Ox. No, that's what the offseason is for. I mean, but you for. can't – you just just because that's just because that's what the offseason is for doesn't mean that in that offseason he already got better at it. It might just be something like – and I, I'm, I'm asking, um, you know, for maybe new coach, so maybe it's a new system. Maybe he's having him do stuff like, yo, Jalen, I know you're good at this, right. but you continuing to be good at this isn't going to make us a better team. You right. getting good at what we need you to get good at and practicing that on the court, practicing that off the court is going to make us better. So we might stay stagnant. Your your um, production might go down, but at the end of the day, this is going to make us a better team because I need you to do things in the offense that you're not good at yet. That's possible, but at the end of the day, they're still asking to score the ball. Yes. And that's what he's not doing. Like I, I, I can see he's taking a, few, a little bit more responsibility defensively um rebounding i think has been a point of emphasis just overall like hustle and effort has been a consistent thing for him um i think he's in the pick and roll i think he's being asked to look for um look to pass the ball more especially when fred van vliet's not on the floor i think all of those things can be true but at the end of the day they ask him to score the ball and he's not doing that at a high rate and that's because of the flaws i think he had last year and he still has this year and the biggest issue for me is the jump shot that's that like I think the finishing around the rim will come with strength. But if he can't shoot the ball consistently, which he hasn't done this season at all, that's where he's gonna struggle. If he can't shoot the ball in the mid-range or from three, um, 
then there's really going to be a cap on how well he can really score. And I don't, if it's this bad, he's going to end up being probably like a sick man. That's what he's probably going to end up being. And I think his talent is too good for that to be what he ends up being. So he needs, he needs to figure out, like I said, he's not as bad as the last nine games. He's going to end up going on a stretch of games at some point during the season where he looks like an all-star. I'm certain of it just to like law of averages type, type thing. He's going to end up going on a stretch for like 10, 15 games where he's averaging like 24 on good efficiency. And everyone's like, this is the Jalen Green we need to see more consistently. And maybe that'll be the turning point. Maybe it will just be a, a lucky stretch. Who knows? But I think that stretch is going to happen. And best believe when that stretch happens, I will be saying he's better than Michael Jordan. So <laughs> just, be, just be prepared for yeah. that stretch. Yeah, whether it comes in January, whether it comes in March, I will be saying that he's better than Michael Jordan when that stretch happens. So, Speaking yeah. of hyping players, back to the actual game. Uh, no, we're done. We're done. I'm more, Tyrese can't do nothing to, special. More, Tyrese I'm about really to special. talk about Sangoon mm, and what oh, he's yeah, done yeah. the last three games. Oh, yeah, uh, right, so right, right. last night, Sangoon had 30 and 16. The game before that, he had 37, 11, six assists. Game before that, he had 22 and 15. Um, it's looking like he's getting very comfortable being the best player on this team and being a star. Baby um, do, do we see this trend continuing or is he just having his all-star stretch if you will uh he's coming off a stretch where he was playing badly to be fair so like the last three the the game against the pelicans when he was a free throw merchant nice uh, i appreciate that um non-ethical buckets from sangun the mavs game where they had grant williams guarding him nice um Billy and a 6'5 guy. And then last night um, against the Pacers with some of the worst big man defense in the NBA. Nice. He cooked. So, so um, yeah, he's looked great the last three games against competition. I'd expect him to look great against. Um, and that's the expectation of an all-star caliber player to dominate the teams you're meant to dominate. And that's what he's doing. So I give him tremendous credit for that. But I don't, he's still a young player with inconsistencies. And I don't want people to start, especially the people who aren't watching the Rockets as much to start pushing the Sengun as that this perfect player. He's not. And I understand he's not. I'm aware defensively he can still be exploited. The stretch of games he had right before these three games is the worst stretch he's had this season so far from the Memphis game to the Bucks to the Cavs to the Hawks. It was a bad stretch of games for Sengun. He struggled. Defensively, he, he was out of the game. He didn't even close the Hawks game because he was getting cooked defensively in that pick and roll. So, like, he had a bad stretch of games. But he turned it around in the last three games. And that's what you expect to see from a young player when they go through these um, the bad times is how quickly can they bounce back and how can they recover. And that's what he's really starting to do. And um, if he's not an all-star this year, he's definitely going to be an all-star next year. But I have a hard time seeing how he's not an all-star this year, personally. But that might be biased because I know I voted for him. And Jalen... Oh, go go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. If you if, if you look at the five men in in the Western Conference, so Anthony Davis, mm -hmm. uh, the big fella in Sacramento, Sabonis, yeah, yep, Sabonis. Um, is Rudy going to be an All Star this season? I don't think so. I don't think he's going to make it. I don't think. I, I think Cat's going to make. I don't, I don't, I don't think Rudy's going to make it. Joke. I'm just talking about five men. Joker. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure. Hmm. I think that's it at the in in in, in Sagoon. Maybe Chet. If Chet but makes it, he's gonna have to. If, if Chet makes it, he's gonna have to start. 
and Wimby too. But Wimby, I think Wimby goes in as a four. I don't think Wimby goes in as a five. He's been playing the five recently though, so I don't know. Right. I really don't know how Wimby's gonna get in. Like, I don't know if these are it's just front court and it's just front court, right? Right. Or am I wrong on that? Is it back court and front court or is it back court, front court, center? I don't I, I, I think I, it's front I, court because I remember I put I put like I think it's back, I think it's back court and front court. So he's competing against the front court. So that might make it more difficult. So maybe next year, maybe maybe next year for, for Sengun. I don't know if he's gonna make it this year. Maybe next year. But he will be an all-star really soon. Really soon. Really soon. Yeah, really soon. He's gonna be an all-star. Word, I yeah, could definitely he's gonna be an all-star. Maybe not this year though. But hopefully this year, but maybe not this year. All right. Um, oh, one more thing about this game, too. Um the Panthers had eight <laughs> players that scored in double digits. Wonder why that was. Why would why was that, uh, Ron? How, how did that happen? I don't know. What's his um? I, yeah, running the floor, I guess. I don't know. He, mm. They started. Uh, Rick Carlisle switched up the luck. starting lineup last night. But uh, Benedict Matherin and Buddy Hield and Obi Toppin all came off the bench. I don't know. They must have had a party last night in Houston. Must have got the address from James Harden where to go to. Mm-hmm. I don't know what what why he did it, but I mean it. it Turned out to work out pretty fine. Um, they started uh Andrew uh Nimart and they started Aaron Neesmith and Jalen Smith. So I don't it worked Ooh, I out. Dig, by the way. I actually dig Jalen Smith. You, you like Jalen? I do like Jalen Smith. Yes, I do. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't like, really he'll rebound, he'll rebound, he will he'll he will attempt to play some defense, and he's a hard-nosed guy. I just feel like their rim protection. I never felt like a a, a rim a rim protector. Who I feel like you should go after, and when I watch Indiana, I'm thinking to myself, "Go after Miles Turner. You could get whatever you want at the rim with him, and that is unbelievable. His ability to close out, his ability to close space, his ability to be physical in the paint, that kind of stuff. If you are, if if you're a team that gets downhill a lot, you want to go after them, him in particular. Jalen Smith will actually give you effort on that. All, all those, all those block numbers that. Miles Turner will put up doesn't really translate into being a good. That would be it. That, that's that's what's called empty stats right there. Yeah, I tried telling people about that's Miles what's Turner. called empty he's stats. Be, he's there. better in when the when it was about the Lakers for Buddy Hill and Miles Turner. I said Miles Turner is one of those bigs who's better in theory than in actual practice. Mm-hmm. You you hear about a big who can get three blocks a game and shoot the three. You're like, wow, that's one of the best bigs, best role playing bigs in the NBA. But you watch him play, you're like. Yeah, he's not mm. as good as the as the thirty seven percent from three and the three blocks suggest. I tried telling him he's not that good on defense. Now I will say he's not as bad as this year suggests because I think anytime you make a big play at this fast of a pace, his defense is going to slip. And I'm I, his defense is worse this year than it was last year and the year before simply because I think the game's being played at a pace that big shouldn't be playing at this fast of a pace. You're not going to be as good defensively if you have to play this fast all the time. So I can I can give him that. But I don't think he's ever been that good defensively to where people were saying he should be an all-defensive big. I don't know why people are saying that other than block numbers. But it, it almost it almost Mars reminds me of Whiteside. It's kind of giving me Whiteside. He's not that bad. He's not, he's not that bad. He's not that bad. He's not that bad. I, like I, I said, it almost not reminds me that bad. Me. Yeah, yeah it, it I, I get what you're saying, I, and I, I see what you're saying, and I agree with that. But I, I, I watched Whiteside. I watched Whiteside go twenty and twenty, and I was like, and it it, it looked like the most meaningless twenty and twenty you'll ever see. It was. It was so empty. Speaking of 20 and 20. Ron. I was going to say, yeah. 
Look at the segue, man. Look at the segue. We're getting there right now. Since we on that subject. Speaking of 20 and 20. One of the greatest rebounders of all time? No, the greatest. Guess who heard me talk about Moses Malone, Andre Drummond? Guess who heard me say it? Hmm. Talk about How's it, you, Andre. He heard me. MVP numbers, yeah. So, um, Andre Drummond got the start last night. Him and Caruso actually, and they beat the Atlanta Hawks. And the only thing, personally for me, that I think we should really talk about in this game is the fact that Andre Drummond had more rebounds than he had points, and he scored twenty four points. Mm. We're not going to watch Trey Young. Right, that's cool because we didn't have to talk. We didn't talk too much about the Pacers. So I let you slide. It's cool. Um, how are we feeling about this? Moses Miller, shout out Andre Drummond. Uh, uh, another phenomenal game, another uh, big man turning back the time. We we seen DeAndre Jordan have the crazy game earlier this season. Now we're seeing Andre Drummond show he still got some gas in the tank left and putting some respect on his name. Man, it was a great game. Do I think this is something that's gonna happen consistently? As no. long as he's starting, it will. Um, I'm just saying, <laughs> that's, that's the greatest rebounder. That's the greatest rebounder in NBA history, in his opinion. And if it's not, and even if you don't feel he's the greatest, top ten. Let's not let's not lie. He's top ten, man. That's a phenomenal rebounder, and he does his job. That's shout out Andre Drummond. He's only, Andre Drummond's only thirty years old. He's not like incredibly old. He's still you can say you know in his prime, quote unquote. A lot of players could be in their prime at thirty. Why does it start? Why does it start more games? I don't know. It seems like every time he does play, he gives you production. Every time he gets minutes, he gives you production. Just because he's so one of the newest IQ bigs in the NBA. But he work with that. Very smart. No, he isn't. He does But ball but Andre Drummond's? Yes, he does. Moses Malone, same person. <laughs> Moses Malone, low IQ. Moses Malone couldn't play make either. Moses mm. Malone was a terrible pastor. Same person. I don't know the Same person. Um, the A's, man. I do want to say regarding this game, um, free DeJounte Murray. Back. Oh, now it's free DeJounte. Why we free DeJounte? What's the problem? What's the problem right. Hold on. I never said it was because of Trey Young. Well, it's partially because of Trey Young. I'm not saying it's because, like, because they don't fit. Trae, yeah. they, they don't fit. And also, I think DeJounte is good enough to be, I don't want to say a one option, but a primary ball handler. Okay. Uh, you you yeah. see what I'm saying? Like, I, like, or, like for instance, it, it's heating up him going to the Lakers or Orlando. Oh. So a, a team where he can actually be the point guard and control the ball. Obviously, LeBron will have the ball more than him, and AD will get get the ball more than him too. But he'll still have a lot more freedom than just sitting in the corner waiting for Trey Young to get him the ball or just having to play off of that dynamic. So I, I, Nick, well, no, not the Knicks. Just any other. Any, it, it's a lot of teams that he could play for. The even the Raptors, for instance. Like I think that'd be a good situation for him. But shout out to Jalen Johnson coming back too. Shout out to Jalen Johnson. He been hooping. I like Jalen Johnson coming in. It just took him a few years to really um figure out. But I liked him coming out of Duke. I was surprised he went so low because I think he was like he was he not ranked high when he went into college. I think he, he's, he's, he just underperformed in college. So Bob breaking down. I thought I thought he was going to be like a lottery pick. Then he didn't really like perform at Duke. But I believed, and now he's in year three. He's fine, not finally, but he's figuring it out and. I'm happy to see Jalen Johnson hooping, man. But very good player. But yeah, free DeJounte, man. Free, free, free Bogdanovich, too. Free, free Bogdanovich, too. You need to start trying to free all the Bogdanoviches in the NBA. Facts, <laughs> <laughs> all of them. Oh. They get wasted. Every Bogdanovich, we just trying to free. Nah, nah. Chill out. 
All right. Uh, it, it's one more game that I want to get to. Uh, Mars, I apologize to you. So, Ox, I have to do you the same credit and apologize to you as well. But the Portland Trailblazers took care, and I mean took care, of the Sacramento Kings, 130 to 113. Um, you guys who's heard me allude to it. Number 26. On the play, who's number 26 on the Blazers? The Great Reef? Great Beard? I thought I had Domer, but uh, I've, I've oh, never... Reef? I've, I've never, there's yeah, like seven he? players on the Blazers I've never heard of in my life, and they're just right. impactful. Yeah, I don't I've know never... who number 26 is, but hey, they shout put out to him. Numbers. <laughs> Duop Reef? Who is that? Yeah, that, they call him the Great Barrier Reef. I'm pretty sure he's from the land do. down under. He give you 25 and 10. Who sure. is? Um, hey, yeah, shout to him, man. Out last night. Um, shout, looks like shout to him. Robert Robert Williams might not have a spot when he comes back. That's crazy. Sh- shout uh, out to Fox and Fox and Sabonis though. Hit all their overs. They're the only two that showed up for the game. Oh, okay. Hit right. all their overs. You know, See, we, we this got that this got parlay talk. talk. This got parlay talk. Why would you shout? Why would you shout out? Why would you shout out? I'm not going to shout out 43 points. I'm not going to shout out Sabonis. Why would you? Why would Sabonis like 34? They lost to the Blazers. I mean, hey, man. Okay, you can you can play team. well and lose. It's possible. Exactly. They play well. They just lost. And they both got busy too. Hundred. Yeah, without a doubt. But that's what they could have. The I mean, great barrier. I, I expect them to get busy. <laughs> they're so they're supposed to get busy, but they're supposed to win basketball. Yeah, but be mad at Kevin Herter. Be mad at Keegan Murray. Those are the guys I'm, that didn't well, show up. See. The, uh, I mean, listen, <laughs> I, I get it. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying we should be out here praising losing. That's not praising losing because I'm with the money Blazers on it. Yeah, like I'm not gonna say that. But, but on the on, two things can be true. We could expect them to win and hold them to an expectation, but also acknowledge when they play good, even if them playing good did lead to me winning some money. Shout out to you, Jalen, because you're right. They both did yeah. they over. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, were they not? Were they, were they not supposed to hit their overs? Hey, you be, hey, whenever I bet on somebody, they should hit the whenever I bet the over, you need to hit your over. And if I bet the under, this is the game you don't need to hit your over. So I, but I do I do want to say that though. I, I, I must continue, I'm gonna continue to bring it up. I'm gonna continue to speak on it. That's the danger. That's the danger of of, of this gambling. It, <laughs> it 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 changes the way we talk about basketball. Jalen came in here and praised them because they hit their overs. <laughs> That's what it's about. Uh, we it's also want to praise par- It's parlay commentary. It's parlay commentary. That's hold, hold, hold on, hold on. There's no way Sabonis, who shot 14 for 19, gave you 34, 12, and 5, and Fox shot 60 for 26, gave you 43, 8, and 4, ha- had poor game. That's it's literally not possible. Parlay commentary. Why was, not you not, why, why was he not 19 for 19, Jalen? Why was he not 19 for 19? That's a fact. Because <laughs> he, ain't, he ain't LeBron James. He ain't 17 for 19, <laughs> at least. Hey, uh, I do want to – it's a couple things I do hey, want to put your mic muted. Hey, Ron, this this the, this the thing about him. What's up? You might have unplugged it, Chilton. Uh, yeah, we can't hear you at all. Yeah, we can't That's, hear you. This, this the thing about it, though. There's a silver lining in this. Losing to teams like the Portland Trailblazers further lets you know the importance of going to get Pascal Siakam. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's who say so, that. So if one, so if one, if one, if one loss in December equals us finally pulling the trigger to go get Pascal, get Laurie marketing, maybe even bring, maybe even bring Jeremy Grant down to five. You know what I'm saying? Make it if that's what it takes to get Pascal Siakam. I wish we would have lost by forty. Um. 
so De'Aaron Fox did something that I don't know if he's done yet. He shot 15 threes. But he made seven of them and shot 46%. Um, how are we feeling about De'Aaron Fox now becoming, if you will, a, sh- a three-point shooter? Well, don't forget, I mean, he has been working with Curry. He's Steph's son. He's Steph's son. Yeah, he's been working with Curry. Like, I don't... <laughs> Uh, that's what happens when you work with Curry as much as he has. Like you start. Oh, so it's the you, shoes. You being in work. It's not the shoes. I, I want to say they do workouts together. Do they not? Do they not work out together or yes, work out together? I mean, isn't he signed? He signed. He signed to. He signed to the. I mean, he signed brand. to him. Yeah, they're working out. They're working out all summer. All summer it was working out. So yeah, so I mean, forty percent at like eight threes a game. He's a good three point shooter now. One of the best point guards in the league. Got to give it to him. He's improved his game every year. He's added element this year with the three point ball being a better. Better shot. You him. think he's sustainable? I mean, I he's improved. I want to. I think I can he be can he be a forty percent uh, shooter on eight threes a game? I think so. Oh. It look marks. Here's the thing, and I know this doesn't necessarily mean that it's sustainable, but the way he's shooting it, he's acted like it's sustainable. He's, he's yeah, he's shooting that with confidence. He's, he's shooting with confidence. Yeah, so. yeah. there's no hesitation. That's, so yeah. that's a hard that's a hard question yeah. to answer. Marsh, that's a hard question to answer. I can't yeah, say yes. I mean, I, I guess I, it I comes down so. to optimism versus pessimism, if you believe it. Because yeah, the yeah. mid-range jump shot has been there for a few years. So is it believable that he's extended his range, especially off the dribble, which is what's impressive to me? Um, Because I like to judge, like, the level of self-creation. If, like, half your threes are unassisted and you're shooting that well, it's reasonable to believe that you're um, it's sustainable shooting. But I think come playoff time, I think teams are probably still going to go under the screen. Now I've really he to pay. <laughs> yeah, because he's, so, he's, so, yeah, he's so dangerous going downhill. I think team's going to go yeah. under the screen. And if he has a series where he's like 31%, it's going to come back to was it really sustainable or was it just regular season shooting? Now, I think that's a bad way of looking at it. But I think that's probably the questions that are going to get asked about um, DR. The thing, the thing about it, though, Mars, is I'm not going to say maybe the first two seasons, but other than that, I'm not going to say that De'Aaron was necessarily a bad three-point shooter. I think he was working on it, and I think it was getting better. I just don't think he was a good enough def- a good enough three-point shooter to be out there shooting a lot of them. So now that it's improving, I think it looks like he it looks like he developed exponentially because not only is it getting better, but he's shooting more of them. You know what I'm saying? So it's like now all of a sudden, instead of shooting four or five threes, he's shooting nine, ten threes, and he's making more than he was. And shooting more than he was, and all of a sudden everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, this isn't sustainable." Look at the jump. Well, this—I mean, it's—it's it's easy to explain that, you know what I mean? Mm. So, I, I, but I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna jump off this limb. I'm not. I'm not gonna jump off this limb and say that he's gonna be one of the best free, three point uh, point guards in the league. I'm not. I have to see that. I can't. I can't say that. Real, real quick, real quick, because I'm about to slide out. But yep. Paul, um, I, I just need to say because I don't know if we, we're gonna get around to talking to it, talking about it, but I do want to put some shed some light on it. Jalen Brunson has been playing his ass off, and I do need to say, yes, I agree with Doris Burke. I don't think he's a first option if you're trying to win Beckham a championship. Okay, oh, Beckingham, I said, Doris oh, dumb. Hey, man, Jalen would have did something like that. Totally different. One, one, Jalen be making baby dad jokes. Two, <laughs> I'm sorry, Doris Burke be on the brain. And it is what it man. Doris. Doors is a different woman. That's when I think of a a woman, man. Doors birth pops. I'm sorry. I got zero baby. I got zero baby mamas. How many baby mamas y'all have? Oh my god. That's crazy. That's see, look at that. See, I'm not like that. But anywho, Becky, I might agree with Becky Heaven. 
that he might not be the first option on the team trying to yeah, whatever, whatever it is. <laughs> I didn't like that laugh. But I will say, <laughs> the kid is hooping. The kid is the, the, the man. Fuck, damn the kid. The man is hooping. The man is balling. And maybe just stop trying to throw guys in conversations that weren't even necessary. I don't think anybody was trying to have the conversation of Jalen Brunson being the best player on a championship team. Or investment, no one was having that conversation. Everybody was just admiring him playing good basketball, and let's keep doing that. Let's stop having to degrade people to to to, to praise other guys or to try to do whatever. No, Brunson's been balling. We can acknowledge that he's balling. We can acknowledge that he has exceeded expectations yet again. He's improved on what he did last year so far. So he's only getting better in this deal that everyone, when he first signed it, said they overpaid. Now they're severe. They were already underpaying based off his performance last year. Now they're severely underpaying for how good he is and what he's trying to do. And Knicks, go ahead and pull that trigger. Trade Julius Randle. Get him out of there. Y'all need him. Y'all have Jalen mm. Brunson. Trade Julius. So you're saying he's a top 15 point guard? I mean, yes, he's a top six point guard in the East. How many point yeah. guards in the West are we saying is better than him? Because I don't think I'm going to say six. I don't think I'm going to say seven or eight. Oh, you have to be top 15. Jamal Meyer. One. Shea. Two. Luca. Three. Steph. Four. De'Aaron. Five. Ja. Six. Jeremy Sohan. Nope. Once you hit six, that's it. Once you hit six, that's it. Once no, I mean, hey, technically we can't because he's playing with Luca and Luca's a point guard. So no, uh, Devin Booker, Devin Booker, Devin Booker. No, Devin Booker's no. not better. Not this no, season. Devin no. Booker's not better than who? Jalen Brunson. That's right, no, we got it. We got it. We got it. This is wow. Nah, man. Respect, respect. Again, if we're talking just on this season, hey man, numbers. Hey, men lie, women lie. You know what? Don't lie. Numbers, facts. Mm, Damn, I ain't gonna lie. Devin right. Book, I'm not saying hey, Devin Book of numbers is nice. I was gonna say Devin Book of career high assists and rebounds this year. Hey, 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 He's listening to basketball references as a shooting guard, so they don't got to listen to point guard. So therefore, mm. that's the point. That, that's why I said Brunson. Be, that's why I said Brunson better than Book yeah. as a lead guard. That's why I said because yep. Brunson's not even a lead guard. So right. there we go. That's, that's why I said. So wait, you guys think Brunson could be a number two on a championship, not a number one? I do. I personally do. I think so. I think, I think anyone he, could. I I think he could be a number one if the team's made right. I just yeah, sure, exactly. Yeah, I, I just think, don't think it's like. How was it? Now, how is the team made right, Mars? What's what's the what's the what's a great situation for him to be in? The old four pistons. Yeah, you put enough defense around them and make them win on the strength of defense. You're gonna so cool, Jalen. Like Charlie Billups. Yeah, even though Ben Wallace to me was clearly the best player on the team, they still call Charlie Billups the number one because they care about the offensive player. So if if Jalen Brunson can be the best offensive player on an all-time great defense and they win, Jalen Brunson gonna get the credit of the number one player on the team. So I think it's possible. Now, how likely is it? Very unlikely. But how likely was the 04 Pistons? Very unlikely. So I think it's possible. Mm. But I think that's the case for a lot of guards. I think I think there's a lot of guards who in that situation could be the best offensive player on a on a championship team. But I just think the likelihood of building an all-time great defense around a bad defending point guard is difficult. But it's possible. 
But it's difficult. Well, you, or, got to, you, you, you could throw him on. I'm just saying. Uh, and I'm just, hey, just loving with people here. I don't even know if it has to be the exact perfect circumstances for a team. Maybe it's just a situation like, I don't know, replace him with Jamal Murray. I think the Nuggets mm. still win. You replace you replace him with Kyrie in 2016. If this version of Jalen Brunson replaces 2016 Kyrie, I don't know about that. No, man. Are you wondering why we put in Jalen Brunson in a conversation you don't need to be in? Now we saying if a 2016 Kyrie. Kyrie okay. He's the number two. I would like, I would like, I would like Jalen Brunson in Miami right now, though. That would be fire. That'd Fellas, be we do gotta move on because I got a I got a ton of super chats that I want to get to. So let's go ahead and do this right now. Teddy Hart said, just tuned in. Is Chill still not sold on OKC? This year's Thunder is on the same timeline as the 2010 Thunder. Only a year or two away at most. Ceiling is the Western Conference Finals right now, and they are just babies. The Western Conference Finals is the ceiling. This is a team that didn't even make the playoffs last year. So you're going from not making the playoffs to the Western Conference Championship? That's the ceiling for this crew? They come in two rounds. And right, now they'd, play, right now they'd play the Kings, and then in the second round they'd play Denver. <laughs> so maybe not. Come on. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. But theoretically, if if Minnesota, if Minnesota were to drop to the two seed, it's, it depends on a the matchup. They can win two playoff series in the West. Depends on a matchup. We, we spanking OKC, bro. You we probably do win, but they could beat you. Nah, I think the Oklahoma City is a legit playoff team. I've already, I'm on record saying that. I think they're a legit playoff team. I don't think they're a play-in team. But Western Conference Championship, that's that that's I don't think that's their ceiling. I don't think they can I don't think that they can get out of the second round. I don't know. I don't know which playoff team they can really beat in seven games. Maybe maybe the Mavericks. Maybe the Mavericks. So as of right now, let's see, where are they? They're a three seed. They'd see Sacramento in round one. But let's sure. let's but I'm okay, sure. so of the of the uh, of the fellas, top we, we, we gotta we gotta keep it pushing. We'll 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 talk more about okay the Rockets. Uh but I got we a super chat from D DSG Piccolo yeah, said I'm late. I'm late, but dub school dub Joap, great barrier wreath, uh dub Jabari Walker, that boy Fox nice also. Also, dub and Simmons 11 assists to one turnover for school makes me so happy. <clears throat> Piccolo he's he, he a blazer guy, so Whenever you whenever you hear whenever you hear super chats, that's all he talk about is the Blazers. So absolutely, shots, yeah, shots. And I think that uh, I think that scoot over the last five games. I think he like thirteen and five off the bench. By the way, I'm still not moved. Random guy speaks for him just to see what 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 he's improved on. He gets downhill. He he's he's been able to get downhill a lot more. But keep going, Ron. I'm sorry. Random guy speaks said Damo. Should he not have enough awareness? To not do that dance, everyone is waiting for his next slip up because he put himself in this position. Don't give the haters a chance to bring him back down. Random speaking facts. Random guy speaks. Teddy Hart said, "What value? What's valued more, being versatile or being a specialist? Shaq's thirty piece all in the post or KD's thirty piece from anywhere? Pippen who could guard one through four? Or Gary Payton slash Dikembe Mutombo, who are purely perimeter or post defenders. Does it matter if production is equal? Depending on it's where you at, it depends on where you are. It depends yeah, it on, on the team are. build, the situation yeah. for sure. But I mean, yeah, so what, surroundings, who's, surroundings are everything. Who's easier to build around then? Like Shaq, because Katie well, Shaq in his day, because if you were Shaq in today's day, it's probably, it's probably easier to. Not game plan against them, but with the physicality rules, and then the fact that 
he can't shoot. That's probably it would be harder to game plan around him than a guy mm. who's more versatile. But I think I disagree more. It's just to be on the record. I disagree. With yeah, you. but then you also, but then you got the defensive aspect. The fact that he can't step out and play defense, he'd be a borderline liability out there. So well, like defensively, I think now the bigs of not yesteryear, but the bigs of the past who weren't versatile and couldn't step up and play mobile defense on the perimeter, like they'd struggle defensively. I think Shaq would struggle defensively, but yeah. I think guys like Hakeem would be fine. I think guys like Patrick Ewing would be fine. So it depends mm-hmm. on the situation and who it is. And versatility isn't always better. Like I don't, I don't think I would take KD over Shaq, especially in the postseason, because I think it's back then it's easier to game plan against KD than it is Shaq back then. But then I also would take Kobe over Shaq. So... It depends. It depends on the player and the situation and everything. So it's it's a it's a case by case basis. But generally speaking, I think the versatility would matter more. Generally speaking, uh, James B sent through a couple super chats. He said, "L Monty, L Alec Burks, L Detroit, Free Cade," and then L followed Detroit? that up by saying, "Uh, Ivy sold as well. Missed open middies. L Wiseman." Think about this for a second, Ron. So, 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 free Cade. Can you guys tell me how many games in a row that they lost? Twenty-seven. So let's take Cade off the crew. What happens now? <laughs> they really finished two and eighty. Oh my god! Like free Cade. Oh, like let's get Cade up out of here. Like if Cade goes down with go down with injury, what, what, what happens to this crew now? If Cade goes down, maybe they saw when they won seventeen with Killian Hayes. Maybe Cade's the problem. Mm. It'd be crazy when he, score, when he scores more than 30, they're 0 and 10, right? Just exactly. So, Kate needs to score zero so they can be 10 and 0. Yo, shout out to Cheese. He gifted 50 players' choice membership. Shout out to Cheese. Hey, that's a big dog in the chat gifting out memberships. Appreciate you, everybody that got your membership. Make sure you subscribe, like the video, and uh, stay in tune for the duration of your, your membership. Do we agree? Do- James Wiseman is finished. Just real quick, do we, do we agree? Or- is he over Mars? At this point, he's got it. Yeah, I think it's given up. Like, like oh, do you guys still have faith, or have you guys come to the realization that it's, it it's looks, not happening? He just doesn't look like he has any idea what he's doing. He just Wait, could it be like the tenth man on the bench? Sure, I think. He's uh, okay, sure, cool. There. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. He he out there, I guess. Jock he's not Lando. gonna be a rotation piece. In yeah, I guess he can be Jock Lando. Yeah, cool. get that get that money. So where does this where does this where does this start from? Oz? Did the Golden State ruin him? No, I, I don't think he should have come out. He played three games in college because of the little under-the-table thing to get him to go to Memphis. And then he wasn't ready. He's basically coming straight out of high school to play NBA basketball. He wasn't ready. And that's why I'm, situation is everything. You put a guy in a team that's trying to win. Sorry for making me not read Super Chats. I'll say this quick. Um, you put a guy in a situation where they're trying to win, and he is playing basically straight out of high school. He's going to struggle. He's going to look bad. And that's what he did. He looked terrible. And then they win without him. He become and then they try and play him again the next year. He's bad again. You trade him. He's now on another team that now has not no direction, but they're not very good with questionable piece, pieces to support him. He's not. He's not gonna. He's not gonna develop. And I think the talent is there, but there's no there's no room to develop him, and he's not good enough to justify the minutes that Jalen Duran's getting. So he's just he's finished. I don't know what team he can go to. That has the minutes and the pieces around him to where he can develop to be where he can be. So I think his NBA career is not over, but he's not going to be what the number two pick was expected to be. 
Book said, I don't understand people people shitted on him for going to Golden State. If he stayed and they won more, the cover would be the same, if not worse, lose lose situation. If he stayed and they won, no, it wouldn't. Yeah, it depends. I was I was thinking about this the other day. And just a question. You see how when Miami formed their super team and they lost the first year, but then they won the next two, it kind of like made the next two seem like a bigger deal because we'd seen them lose. So right. it's like this team wasn't really unbeatable, but we seen them overcome the loss, even though the guys choked and they should have won, but they didn't. We seen them lose, and then they won the next two, and it was like good on them. They won the next two. Shout out to you. Do you think if if the Warriors, when they got KD, lost in seventeen, but then spun back and won eighteen and nineteen, KD's rings would be looked at more favorably because we'd seen them overcome adversity and overcome losing, or do you no. think he'd get cooked for losing? The reason why Mars is because the year before that, the crew that was the crew that went to the NBA Finals was considered the best team that the NBA had ever seen had they won. And now you add in KD to that crew. So they were guaranteed to win. So if they lose, it's even worse. Okay. But but if he lost and won again, though, I do see, like, they would be seen as less invincible because we saw Yeah, that's, that's what, like, the perspective yeah. I'm coming at from, like, yeah. if you've seen them be beat, like, the, the term that they're unbeatable, no one could beat them, wouldn't be made because they did get beat. Whereas, like, the Heat didn't have the... They had the unbeatable tag when they got formed, but that tag kind of disappeared when you seen them get beat. Because we never seen the KD Warriors get beat when they were healthy, they kind of just kept the tag of unbeatable. And it's like, well, you joined a team that was unbeatable, so how much credit do we give you? But if they actually lost, and then he won two two back-to-back and finals MVPs, maybe they'd be like, this team wasn't unbeatable. You guys figured it out and you won. I don't know. But the finals the year before is... Katie Warriors are the greatest team I've ever seen. They're the greatest team I've ever seen. All right, y'all. Uh, Ball Talk shot through a super chat and said, as an OKC fan, bring me Lori. Still get elite shooting and off-ball scoring, plus gives us size on the boards, plus not as expensive to get. Yeah, Lowry's the perfect piece, for yeah. sure. Uh, Book with the super chat said, on PG's podcast, Jalen Green was smug when Paul George uh, talked about going scoreless. He said something like, I can't imagine not scoring. Jalen Green's getting humbled right now. I still have hope. He hasn't gone scoreless. He's going to get his shots up to make sure he doesn't go scoreless. He is going to get a bucket. That's not he going. He's going to get one point. If that's a free throw, he's going to get one point. He said that himself. He's going to get one point. He's not going to go scoreless. Jalen Green's going to be all right. He's going he's gonna to be He's going to be fine. I think he'll figure it out. Skirvin Burrow said Alex Burke is a fake bet. <laughs> a fake vet. Dude laughing, dude laughing at the huge lick his team caught yesterday. He should be waived and sent to go play in Siberia immediately. Yeah, Alex Briggs is not the guy I'd want as a vet on a, on a young team. I don't really think he's accomplished too much in the league to warner any kind of uh, respect. Yeah, I don't think you have to accomplish stuff in the league to be a vet. Well, I mean, it depends how you view accomplishments, but I think he's yeah, I mean, it's, it's not, it's, it's, like not a, it's not the kids I feel sorry for. It's Alec Burke I feel sorry for. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I'm not going that far, but it's just a bad team. Vortex Nicholas Four said Pistons about to be worse than the 2015-16 Sixers. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that Bobcast team that was bad too? Seven and fifty-nine, I think. So <clears throat> I Rock Nike seven one seven said I'm a Seeds fan of Detroit. Just the team will lose to. I hope so because if you guys don't lose to them, it's gonna be us. <laughs> it's not, Mars. It is not. 
Okay. DSG Piccolo said, Japarith is a 27-year-old South Sudanese-Australian rookie. Plays for the Australian national team. Ron, read them super chats. So now we know who Jop is. Yeah, never heard of him before last night. Shout out to him. I think he's on a two-way, so shout out to him. John Wick, one game, said Paulo looks like a much better prospect right now. Than who? Zion? Probably friends. I think he's talking about friends. Can't be. Oh. Yeah, I disagree. Both good, though. Uh, Adam Eden said, imagine OJ dressing as Jason or Josh Giddy as <laughs> R. Kelly. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Styles Blackman in the house. Uh, he's, he said that uh, they need to play us. We make every team look good. Who's Styles Black's team? Phoenix. He got the uh, Phoenix logo on his thing, so I'm assuming it's Phoenix. Okay. Drip Bayless said, rank these rosters. Indiana, Memphis, Houston, Chicago, Detroit. I think Memphis, Memphis, Houston, Indiana, Chicago, Detroit. You have Memphis over Houston. Hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. as a roster, if, if you yeah. look at that roster, Desmond, ba Desmond Bain, John Moran, Jaron Jackson, Jaren Jackson. I mean, those Marcus, Small. Marcus Small. Yeah, Marcus Small. Does Houston have a better bench? I guess that starting that starting five is better for we go Tarison, the best bench player I've wanted for sure. Other than that, eh. but Tarison, yeah. No, you're right, you're right. Don't forget Steven Adams is just hurt. Steven Adams yeah, yeah, is no, it's, if Steven Adams was healthy, this team is real dangerous. I'm Brendan Clark. Mm-hmm. Brendan yeah. Clark. Big piece too. All right, fellas. Uh, it's been an amazing show. It's been a nice ride. We will be back tomorrow to talk about. Some team, who knows? You'll see it in the thumbnail tomorrow. I'll see you later, big ox fellas. All I'll right, see y'all tomorrow. Out. Chill with you later. Press box next. Grid out. iron later tonight. Tap in. We exposing Brock Purdy. All right.